You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast. If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Today we have a good friend joining us, Karine Abu Dahab, uh, also Karine AD uh, online. Uh, she comes to talk to us about sex today and her work as a sexologist. Uh, we talk about how you can talk to kids about sex the right way, uh, taboos around sex, rites of passage, uh, porn's influence on sexual expectations, gender identities, and so much more. Uh, this is a fun one, so here is the wonderful Karine. Um, some people, some people have sex to have a baby. And then some people, a lot, a whole lot of people who love each other, have sex, um, just to, um, have it. Okay? So, see? Sex. Have it. Uh Uh-oh. So, hi, Karine. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? You feeling good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Merci. I'm glad you could come. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I, I, it was very interesting to talk to you uh, prior to the show um, because what you think you're experiencing now in terms of any sort of butterflies or any sort of weirdness as to doing a show for the first time, I don't think you've done other shows Yet. No, no, you're my first. Oh, oh. so special. Is that thing? Yeah. That, that's on theme, right? Because like, you never forget your first. Right? You never, I'll never forget you guys. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> season two, season two. Yeah. New Horizons. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's cool that you, you decide to sit down with us, especially since today we're going to kind of talk, uh, talk about... Uh, something pretty cool, something pretty edgy in the sense for some people, something very standard for others. But we're essentially going to be tackling, in a sense, uh, and talking about some of your work, which is sex related, right? Let's talk about sex. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Let's talk exactly. about you and me. So these three little <laughs> letters, this one word, and possibly the linchpin to our entire existence, right? Right. Everything from us actually existing because of it. Uh, mm-hmm. to it dominating a shocking amount of things in our everyday that we don't even think are sex-related. Like sure. cars are somehow related to sex. Right. Clothes are Advertising. Advertising. Sex sells. Yeah, uh, like even Nobody food. wants to talk about it, but everyone wants to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Oral fixations with, you know, food, candy. Like, <laughs> it's all sex, 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 sex everywhere, right? Yeah. Overloaded with sex. In a way, overloaded. In another way, we're also in this weird time now, not this particular moment, but like in the last, I'd say, generation or two, where um, clearly it's no longer, uh, it's it's left the realm of reproduction and survival of the species, right? We're, we're on an overpopulated planet. 
there are still areas where this is, uh, you know, sex is just a thing you do with your, your, your wife or your husband, and it's to produce children. But at, at the very least in the West and in, the, in North America, it, it has taken on other dimensions and is being challenged. And there's people saying how you're supposed to do it, how you're not supposed to do it. Um, Who you're supposed to do it with. Yeah. For how long. And how. And how you're supposed to feel about it. And what buttons you're supposed to push. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, and what questions you're supposed to ask. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, though, how to trace back when that started, though. Like when the books started to come out and when the sex guru started to pop up. It's like all the questions you wanted to, to know about sex but were afraid to ask sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like, what is that? I guess it would have been somewhere in the 60s. Are you talking about like research on sex? Not necessarily medical research, but actually... Um, a social conversation about it where people actually started to talk about it well interestingly enough um it's been going on for many years but in europe hitler burnt a lot of the books and the research done really so yeah but kinsey was the first one to quantify it okay and then you had like what was uh, hitler's problem with it maybe he thought it wasn't clean Okay, so he had like a bit of a puritanical approach to uh, Well, to suppose sex? he had a micropenis, so I'm assuming it was attached <laughs> to, to that issue too, so... Possibly. Yeah. Well, there's that fable or rather urban legend about him having only one testicle or whatever. Oh, yeah. Which I've heard a I few have. times. And he was big on eugenics and like uh, that that kind of stuff too, right? Like the, the ubermensch and creating like the... Breeding. Breeding the perfect, you know... Yeah, that might have something human, to do with it. And maybe like... I don't know. I guess that would that would kind of make sense that sex as a source of pleasure doesn't really feed into that whole thing. Possibly, yeah. but it was a lot of misconceptions. Again, we don't know mm. all the research or what was saved or not saved. Mm. But anyways, I'm not aware of it. But I know he had a nice uh, impact on the sexual health history of right. things. Like well, a nice impact or a bad impact? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't think like he was good for. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he like was good for uh, literature, uh, period. Yeah, or literature arts, and art, or anything, or human beings, of course. So. But it's it's like I mean, clearly in antiquity, in the ancient times, uh, it was much more liberal in many ways. Uh, sex was much more talked about, and if you look at the Babylonians, the Indians, the Greeks, the Romans, yeah. um, the Egyptians, it was the Egyptians. It was a, in some cases, a free for all. In other cases, very liberally discussed and nudity and body and things like that seemed to be sort of okay. And then we entered like a dark age of of like where everything was, no, 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 this is all sin. This is all mm-hmm. sinful and terrible and you should feel terrible, horrible. And unle- even when you're on top of your wife after having properly married her in the most proper ceremonial way, don't you dare enjoy it. Yeah, you still should feel a little bit of shame. Exactly. Like some should, Christian shame. You should feel a little bit of guilt while doing it, and it should certainly not be fun and, and should certainly not be sort of exploration-based. You just get her done, and you pop out those kids. Or the priest comes around at 6 to mm. knock on your door and ask yeah. you if you're making babies. So that's why I said 60s, because I, I fi- figured free love would have probably, after the, the, the tight-ass, starchy 50s, of you know, I'm not saying what people were really doing behind closed doors, right? Well, you're talking more on the plus généralisé, yeah, like out in the open, aspect. every people talking about it. Um, the Dr. Ruth's, yeah, coming, you know, I don't know if she's maybe one of the pioneers. I feel like she that is, I would think so, anyways, with her age, yeah. Like, I, I don't remember anyone else. She was kind of the go to, yeah. I remember sex growing lady. up listening to her, I was like, she's so cool, 
And she was she's adorable. She's like a cute little, yeah, yeah, she's tiny. I know. She's uh, she's like, I don't know if she was Russian or something, but she had this like little accent and she was minuscule and it was kind of, she was kind of the perfect agent in a way for this kind of dialogue to bring this dialogue because she was not quote unquote sexual the way she looked, right? She was not your classical representation of like, it wasn't some like voluptuous maiden or it wasn't some decked out dude you know some some fabio looking guy it was this little super funny super cute little like your grandma like your grandma <laughs> telling you to like make sure to have that condom on extra tight yeah. because you know which yeah. is which i could relate to because my grandmother um was a doctor and sh- she specifically was known for treating everyone um, in a very stigmatized, very proper Christian Catholic uh, environment, she mm-hmm. would treat the prostitutes and the wow. the women of ill repute, quote unquote. She would like she wouldn't give a, give a shit. She like anyone could come to her and she would treat them. It's amazing. And here in Montreal, or yeah, this was back in Hungary. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and and, and she passed away a few years ago. Uh, bless her heart. But my grandmother was probably more of a source of wisdom. And just like, hey, you do this and you do that and you don't do this, right? She'd like slip in this little advice to me while like serving soup. <laughs> She'd lean over and be like, don't let your cousin get you into trouble. He's reckless. You're a good boy. You make sure you wear a condom and you respect those girls and you don't do this. And I was like, yes, grandma, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we do this after dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she looked very sort of uh, Ruth-like. But she had uh, she's she's seen some crazy shit. So I don't know what what was what what was your introduction to this entire because this is your work. This is your whole area of your your bag in a sense, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a sexologist by trade. I have my bachelor's in it, mm-hmm. and uh, I I don't know. It was really like before that. Like what, what brought me to it? Do you have an idea as um, to? Well, I, it's so funny because I tell certain people that and they're like, what did you want to do? I remember in high school, I wanted to go in fashion design and people were like, what? And I was like, okay. And then I ended up going in CJEP, uh, social sciences, psychology, sociology, all these things really like got me really excited. And I was like, this is amazing. The human condition and how we are. Right. And I'm a people watcher. Love watching people in body languages. Me too. Yeah, Richard is. uh, Yeah, I make my own stories sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like, yeah. But it's funny, especially in clubs. Mm. That's the best. Airports for me. Yeah, airport. Yeah, I haven't. No, I should do that. I've been wanting to do that. And it's almost like bad, bad uh, lip sync or bad lip reading. (laughs) Just for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You just found out that she has a third nipple, and now they're (laughs) talking. Oh no! (laughs) And. and then I found out that UCAM was giving sexology. I was debating if I wanted to go into psychology or not. And I found I was the only university that had the full, like, at that point, anyways, a bachelor's and master's. Now they have a PhD level, too. And they've been giving it since 1960, 64, something like that. So we're talking over 40, 50, 60 years now. I'm stuck in math, but... Yeah. Right. So, so there's that expertise. There's the sciences, and there's all of that, and and I love the aspect of it's not just one thing. It's 
who you are like how were you raised what's your religion are you man are you woman are you transgender like who what's your identity what's you your like sexual carrots, orientation what's your culture what's your and it, it, all these come into play right and it's almost anthropology in a way in certain manière right. exactly and sorry biology. for my english is that okay no, no it's, it's totally perfect. Fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. so there's a little so, bit of everything it yeah but it, it can go it can go one without the your, other your attraction initially to this whole thing was it you you had an intellectual attraction to this this But field i think i was always drawn to it because even in high school for example i almost got suspended because one day i decided to do a kiosk on aids and i was giving out condoms and luckily one of the teachers that were there like stood up for me because she authorized it but since she, she didn't go higher up like so she kept it yeah well i mean clearly that that dialogue they were not ready for that no when you but you were ready to talk about it yeah like uh, i was like 15 16 already right. and then hypersexuality and i was doing and i don't i didn't realize what i was talking about but it was always in me and curiosity because i'm second generation egyptian and we don't talk about sex i was going to ask like yeah if there was Was it because you had a family where that was an open dialogue or was it exactly because the opposite, because it was so mama on the subject, they were so... No, we didn't talk about it. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. And you were like, I need this info. I want to I know. But I was just drawn. I couldn't understand why. Hmm. Why can't we? Like, I was grown up and it's just in general, not necessarily just the parents, but it was like, shh, don't ask these questions. This is rude. Don't ask these questions. So at some point you're like... But what's wrong about asking questions yeah. i you don't understand clearly you've had sex i'm here you know <laughs> and even here. even for for my menstruation i oh, didn't you know even get that info but i didn't know i didn't know what was happening so I, i i was very young when i got them i was nine years old and that that will stay like in my mind forever because i remember that first day it happened in school and then I get home and I tell my mother and I'm like, is that normal if there's blood coming out of you? And then she's like, maybe you poop too hard. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my oh God. okay. What? And I'm nine years old. I'm very innocent. Like, I'm saying, sure, mama knows, I right? Guess. And then after she made calls, she realized like, oh no. It's her period. Holy It's crap. her first period. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on the corner of the stairs and she's running up and down calling Egypt and family and it's the whole event but all I'm hearing is tu as tes menstruations right you have your menstruations but menstruation in French I kept hearing monster oh my goodness so as a nine year old I'm like well, I'm turning into a monster what's going on and because we didn't have that talk and the talk after was basically this is how you put a pad on okay so but I not still like what was going on Like it was, there was no explanation? No. Just like, oh. just take two of these and call me in the morning. And it was just, but why? Know, here's your, pa no, right. but, but it was still digesting the information of what was going on to your body, right? It was no like, so, oh, you're becoming a woman. I think she may normal, have slipped that. I can't say that, but like she probably did. Again, I was nine years old. I kept thinking I was a monster for All a good, like monster. six months, yeah. right? But um, I always tell people, how can you give something you've never received? Right. Right, so so it was kind of an issue of her never having had the maybe I I never info really either. Asked her. It's all super it's, stigmatized. It's, very, it's possible, maybe, but she got it a bit older too, right? So I think she was maybe eleven. So maybe my grandmother kind of prepped her. Who knows, right? But it's I don't expect at that point that she she would have felt comfortable because it came too early for her too, right? Sure, yeah. sure. 
I mean, she like she was almost as shocked as you were, probably. Yeah. Like yeah. I grew up with a single mom, uh, and I was raised by a single mom, and and um, she was really, really like watching me like a hawk from the whole like sex point, in terms of like when I started to hit puberty, she 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 stood over me with an axe, you know, so that I wouldn't get into any trouble, and then like when I hit fifteen, she disengaged and was like, okay, he's fine. As a fifteen, she kind of trusted me. For some reason, she ascertained that I had the brains or the the behavior consistent with a responsible person. But did she ever have a wow. talk with you? Well, so what happened was by was the she t- ever wrong was she ever wrong <laughs> <laughs> wrong 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 wrong. Okay, so hi um, mom. <laughs> hi Anna. Um, hi, I love you, mom. But then she, bless her heart, she she tried to do the the sit down with me. You know, the okay. talk that normally maybe my dad would have had with me about like being a man and everything i was like and she just started and i went like mom it's cool and i just looked at her and i was like it's cool i got this and she was like i'm gonna make supper oh. <laughs> and she was just like she and how old off. were you at that point i must have been like 16 at okay, that point okay so okay yeah but i she, had the opposite experience oh yeah i got to talk when i was six when my oh, youngest wow. brother danny showed up Right. Oh, so, so where do babies come from? Yes, yeah, so the whole where does baby like where do babies come from? Like I had there was like the book, you know, like like the whole biology of everything, and I'm just like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> there's this whole like you know when a you know when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, and then like and, and, then, and then you just get exposed to the biology in ah. the book, and, like with transparent people and genitals and all this stuff, and like. Ah, like what is this? And I remember going to to school, and I'm like, "Well, I'm in elementary school." Yeah. I'm like, and I think my mom had actually said, "You know what? Don't tell your friends at school because they're not ready for this." You know. But I just wanted you to know why this new still exists at that point for you. (laughs) I think Santa Claus might have still existed. Oh my god! Okay. So. Oh yeah, definitely Santa Claus still existed. <laughs> Santa Claus still existed, and I knew where babies came from, like in a very, very like biological yeah. way, you know, with diagrams and the whole bit. Spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then my mom says, "That's why like, you like. Ex- that's why you're so good at Excel spreadsheets." <laughs> I just figured this out. My mom's like, "Yeah, yeah, don't tell your friends. They're not ready for this." And then I went to school. I'm like, "Guys, you'll never believe what I just learned." And I'm like, "Penis, vagina, they fit together." You'll never guess. This is how where babies count them. They're like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> they're like, you're full of shit. Yeah, they're still fully in that like complete science fiction. Yeah, that's either it. oblivious or just like they're like, no yeah, idea. oh yeah. Well, who fucks the stork? You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What about the th- what about the third hole? Huh? What can you tell us about the thir- third hole? Yeah, there's a third hole. What do you? What about that? You don't know anything about it. You're like that. I remember nobody believed me. I'm just like, you just wait. You just wait till you get to a normal age to get this talk. <laughs> but it must be like you probably don't remember emotionally what this was like, but it must be so odd to come across this information when you don't have the sexual desire yet, you don't have the any of that mechanism hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah. You're still growing into It seemed really gross. It does, right? It was at that age it was still Girls like, are yucky still. Girls are yucky, yeah. The it's, idea of kissing yeah. was like yeah, yeah. Why would you do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because the first six years of your life, you're told not, not put your mouth in places that are 
potentially un- <laughs> unclean, <laughs> not to touch things that you're not supposed to, yeah, yeah, yeah. not to go, you know, not to do this and that, do that and play too rough. And then suddenly you're like, no, no, I'm actually in some circumstances, it's perfectly acceptable or mm-hmm. even encouraged, right? Yeah, I yeah. don't think she said that at six years old either. No. Okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe I was seven. I, my, uh, I was like grade one, two, yeah, something yeah. like that. My eldest it was, son. It was early. Uh, it was early. My eldest son has started to inquire. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. How old is he? He's, uh, he's going to be seven soon. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's around where you start to realize, like, where are these new yeah. people coming from? Yeah. Well, he was like, he was like, he's always been very into the ladies. Like, he's always been like, hey, hi, since like a very young age. And adult women, too, not like little mm-hmm. girls. In fact, one time there was a little girl that was very, I would say, um, precocious. Flatacious. Just like way, way too sexual for her age, right? Where her mom had to kind of keep her eyes. What does that mean? Well, I mean, like, she'd be like, do you want to touch my pee-pee? And, like, pull down her underwear at, like, five. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Just, like, stuff that's completely natural and and childlike. Yeah, but but it's to remove that language. But no, but it's Oh, you have a problem with that language? Please, please don't don't hesitate to to (laughs) cut in. This is why you're here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is... It's understanding sexuality. We have to stop... Um, putting our adult eyes and I think you're about to say it in child body discovery and stuff like that right? sure but it does make the parents very uncomfortable and very you know maybe one of the reasons why your mother didn't want you to talk about the other to the other kids was maybe because their parents weren't ready to have that conversation with right. them. Yeah, so totally. you're giving information, they go home, and then mommy and daddy are like, well, what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> Who's this kid? Yeah. Who's this kid telling you so, all these yeah, lies? <laughs> so, so when I tell people, you know, sexual education starts from the moment they're born, people look at me and they're like, what do you mean? Right. And I'm like, it's just as simple as naming the body parts correctly. Right? It's not your wee-wee. No, it's your penis. It's not your flower. It's your vagina. Okay, you're it's, you're you're a proponent of like going right to the, going right to the terminology. Off the don't do any of the zz zuzu. No, I no, and some reading and understanding a bit of it comes from the fact of you're in a way normalizing a body part, but you could also say like, but it's your body part. This is not just. On dit partie intime in French and intimate parts. Yeah, right. So, but you have to understand, it's this is not just intimate. It's your whole body that's intimate. Sure. Right. But it's it's also talking and like worst case scenario is and I'm I'm glad it wasn't me who had to intervene in that situation. But it was a, a young girl, five years old, and she kept complaining about stomach pains, and they kept going to the doctor. Stomach pains. Stomach, they, they couldn't figure out after one. I don't know how many countless doctor appointments. You realize the poor girl had chlamydia and was sexually abused. But she she just said, my tummy hurts, my tummy hurts. So maybe, you know, they could have said, like, no, he touched me on my... So this is an extreme. Yeah. But it's also saying, well, why why put shame on body that function naturally? But I think... Like everything else. And it fits in with the... um child terminology for a lot of body parts that are not even sexual you know like tummy and bum bum and like toesies and whatever like there's like all these cutesy yeah like your, words yeah but we'll have more thing. ease of seeing your butt and your toes than we will about vagina and penis right right, right? So, so what you're saying is that you think that it's, it's damaging to it's extend that, that kind of cutesy it's just a shame it's that secret shame we bring and again we put sexualized 
views on a child. Right, kind of the way we anthropo- right? anthropomorphize so, uh, our pets. Well, yeah, of course, you know? right? Like we, we, we project our own so, sort of feelings onto... Right, exactly. So, for example, having worked in, in the daycare, I would also see kids masturbate before they go to bed. Some parents would freak out, and it's like, yeah, but it's 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 not the same thing. Level? Yeah, just before they just rub a bit, and then they knock out. Okay, it's completely normal, uh-huh. right? And it's like you have to see it that way. It's just something pleasurable. It's something, you know, this feels sure. good. It releases, but, I think, it, but it's not orgasmic, right? Hmm. Well, where my alarms Tactile. go off, and exactly. I hundred percent agree with you that it, 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 you know, like why your mom probably told you not to discuss it at school is because it might set off parents that want to discuss right. that in their own time. Which I completely ignored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like an asshole. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> what, I, what I'm always reluctant, I'm, I'm certainly not prudish and like closed down about it. Like the dialogue is there, but I hesitate. Like if I see him, uh, you know, playing around with his, with his junk, like in the, in the bathtub, I'll be like, bro, lay off, lay off the equipment, you know? And the, the, How old you said he was seven? Yes. Well, at this point he should know like what's public and private. Yeah, no, he, he gets so that. So it's like you can touch it, but nobody wants to see like exactly. a nicer You're way. You could go to your bedroom and it's okay, but don't, be nice uh, on it. Don't uh, yank it. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> I guess what I'm always what's always in the back of my mind is I don't want to make I I think some of the um, stigmatization or the, the emphasis that, that, that parents put on like the privates has to do with the idea that they don't want any other adult to be able to like dance in on that like oh this is all normal and this is all biological and then take advantage of the child like i think yeah but that's part of the sexual education like yeah. i said you have to we can't talk about your the penis and the vagina as the only intimate part right your body's intimate right your forehead right your back and whatever. and there are talks of like okay look it's your five. I'm the only one who's allowed to give you a bath. Yeah. Okay, now you're nine. I think you're big enough to learn. You know, if ever you're stuck, it's fine. But I'm the only one. You know, but it's opening the doors of like, you know, if ever you don't feel comfortable, you can talk to me about it. Or you can even push the thing. It's like, if you don't feel comfortable talking to me about it, look, you know, you have cousin Andy who, who you feel comfortable with. You, you know, it's finding that other adult that you trust also. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's I, explaining it doesn't come a, out of nowhere right yeah i'm certainly not advocating like tariff like like traumatizing the child into not have addressing or expressing anything that they feel with relationship with their body 100 percent, you gotta let kids kind of do their thing and uh, but you know at the same time like i i there is a bit of a, the parent in me i think that is about just protecting my child against yeah. Anyone else that'd be like, yes, and on the topic of it's all normal, and it, I'm just normal, it's all normal, drop your pants. And I'm like, that scenario placed in my head, I'm rational enough to be able to pull back and not to completely go crazy with because the media keeps, you know, if you, if you, if you watch the news and if you listen to people en- enough, it, there's a predator on every corner. Mm-hmm. There's, there's three of them. They're actually fight, they're knife fighting to see which one of them gets to kidnap your kid. <laughs> Okay. Right, so like I'm aware of the fact that these types of scenarios and this narrative is is hyper hyper accelerated in the media because it sells. Mm-hmm. They play on your fear, and then it leads many parents to like, we shall not utter that word until you hit this age. No touching, no talking, no. Not, and that's clearly not what I'm interested in. 
But you have to see in the view of you're not gonna grow up. Okay, I'm gonna just put some analogy is gonna make sense, but yeah. I'm gonna teach you one plus one. You start by learning what one plus one is. I'm not gonna teach you calculus when you're four or five. Right. There's a progression, and I think with education and awareness, a kid will start understanding and saying, "Okay," but it's it's not normalizing of saying "go out and about naked," but it's normalizing a language to remove shame, to remove the. Uh, I shouldn't talk about this. This That's is not a, good. Yeah, I'd support that. This is time. not good, right? Yeah, shame is shame it's, is bullshit. Yeah. So it's it's hard. It's hard because we grow up thinking that it's just a shameful thing. We grow up thinking and and a lot of some of the abuses because it's it's a secret. It's this and that. But at the same time, people need to start talking about it. Okay. So if I if I hearing what you're saying properly and correct me if i'm wrong of course <laughs> but what it seems to be the the key to this and what oftentimes doesn't end up happening is that you need to have sort of regular conversations with your kids sort of unveiling like new dimensions of this yeah thing. and, 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 and what's age enemy, appropriate right right of course what's age that's why i was asking was santa claus still existing so it must have been still a shock for you right right right. so how do you know what's age appropriate it is a good question how do you know but first of all also it's you know your child best right, right? but we'll we'll do like I, I don't know if you've who you you grew up in quebec french yeah. schools yeah does you remember that song? Mon corps et mon corps et yeah. Yeah. My body's my body. Yeah. Exactly, you know? So this is a way. There's another way I, I completely respect. Again, I, I don't know if it was the same reality for you guys, but Middle Eastern, it's like, it was rude to not kiss your uncle or your aunt, and you have to go kiss them, and, and you're not respecting the child's limit. So when I see some of my, my cousin's kids or my friend's kids, and I'm like, hi, do you want to give me kisses? And they're like, no, I'm like, high five. They're like, yeah, high five. That's a really good point, actually. Because... You force and then you teach the kid it's rude. You're being rude. Right. You yeah, have yeah. to belong. And, that's such a good point. Yeah. And I. Because it's even that comical. I fully disagree with with that. So, like people are like, no, you have to go kiss her. I'm like, no. It's even comedic, right? There's like these still pictures of like the little kid all dolled up for Christmas, and like getting like yeah, that that, yeah. that basically sm- that disgusting smooch by auntie the big pinches on the cheeks yeah. and the they come here slobbery kiss and then like the big slobbery kiss from auntie auntie bunny or whatever who's like come here my little little cherub or whatever and yeah. then but i never until you just said go it. give him some sugar yeah it's a uh, it's boring yeah. you're right you're totally we're also gonna have a talk when we get home yeah <laughs> yeah it's the totally disrespecting the boundaries of of what the child wants or doesn't want it yeah. comes in a more subtle way it's just when people hear sexual health for children it's just no they can't no of, of course it's not time but there are ways of approaching different it's things. true it's i'm true. very i'm very conscious of that with my niece and nephew as mm-hmm. well you know like I let them sort of come to me. If they want to come give me a hug and give me a kiss to say goodbye, then cool. And if not, and they, they want to do a high five or just wave, I'm okay, okay. with that too. I just kind of let them yeah, know, yeah. set the pace, whatever they're it's comfortable with. It's hard though with, sometimes. You, know? you just want to smother them. Are you oh, kidding they're me? cute as fuck. <laughs> they yeah. are cute. <laughs> My kids. But sometimes I'm like, can I, can I? And then they're like, no. And then you're like, please. And they're like, okay. But I'm like, okay, but don't do that to anybody else. You know, like I still yeah, have just that. Me. Just, I love, just, just I like, you know. I love babies like, like so much like i freaking adore babies like mm-hmm. I, if i could just like 
be around babies all day, I think I'd be happy. Just sitting there, and I love everything about babies. I love how pure they are. I love the fact that they're... It's a baby smell. Yeah, the baby smell is, of course, the there's, bi- there's a biological... <laughs> yeah, that little pudge. But also they're little sort of like... They just don't have any any maliciousness no. or, or anything in them. They're just like... I'm gonna play with this thing over here, and just little balls of potential, yeah, cuteness. And then when my when I with my own kids, like when they're in that you know little chubby phase, like sometimes I'll be like, I'm gonna eat the toes, I'm gonna eat the toes, right? I'm gonna put some sauce on them, mm-hmm. you know. And then occasionally I'd be like, I'd almost be like, I could actually take a bite of this if it didn't, <laughs> if, if it grew back and it didn't hurt the baby. And then I started to realize this is probably some sort of mammal thing. This is probably like a really doused. Uh, version of like why bears, uh, 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 female bears have to like hide the cubs after the hibernation period because <laughs> okay. the men are so hungry they literally devour the cubs. Like there's, they're so cute. No, <laughs> they literally eat them because they're hungry. Because they're oh, okay, okay. There's animals that eat <laughs> their young, right? Yeah. And okay. I was like, as I'm smooching the toes and the little little chubby feet, I'm like, I'm like, why do I think that I could actually? Why, why do we bite children so much? You know, like the play. They made bite? a research about that, I, but I did not read it. I didn't yeah. read it. There's something but to I was that. Like, I thought it was interesting that there is a link to it. And even when you love, when you're so like into someone, you're like, oh, I do I pinch and bite. You yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait, that's a little weird, though. Why? Yeah. Why do I want to actually eat you? Hmm. Because I. We even make there's even that language in sex, right? Right. Uh, of of consumption of eating. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 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 why is that? Like, why does? Uh, it's it's interesting. Know, it's a parallel, I guess, with like the like our desire for consumption and like I want you to be part of me, kind right. of like that. I guess that's, that's the I most guess, you know? could make someone like part the, of you. That's the closest you can be with somebody. Is <laughs> the actually ultimate. Just like you know, ingest like, them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or like merge. With them, yeah. you know, like absorb them so that you become like some kind of hybrid person. <laughs> hey, there's probably all kinds of fucking psychology there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, okay, so y- you say that you were partially attracted by the, the educational and the intellectual and the discovery of it because it was a little bit like closed in terms of a topic in your, where, in your household. So it let, did that it fuel really your, just, in, your curiosity? It, it, it just, I think it it came to me more than it was like oh that's interesting you know like i i, I think i was very blessed because i'm also a, a college dropout so not having gone to college and being accepted right away in the bachelor's for me ended up being godsend right and through the classes and through life experiences and life situations and realizing a lot of stuff i was it oddly became cathartic and slash a healing process too um because like I have been sexually abused as a child and it's it's I think is for some I'm gonna like so fully I don't know how many people are gonna hear this but I think it's important to talk about it and it, it's it's nobody talks about it okay. and when you don't talk about it you don't know where the help comes and you just keep you know it's it's not there and it's frustrating it's okay. frustrating I see so there was there's there's like a couple of things fueling your your need to know right well it's it's yeah the need to know but now it's more like okay how can i get out there and reduce the frustrations and the hurt and the you know like i I understand i've done it it's it's happened it's part of me uh it's my story and okay 
and I, it just happened right. as I was doing it, and I realized that then. It seems like you've you've gone through from from both experiences that you were kind enough to share on this show that you've gone through you've experienced your own sense of like a, a stigma you know so many stigmas you know being a, thinking that you were a monster and being abused and stuff it would seem fitting that you would try to take away the stigma for so many other people who are but you know is. you can identify with because there's, take back, there's take shame back the power. and there's well I guess I guess yeah take back that power and control like yeah and it's 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 hard because a lot of people especially of cultural backgrounds it's like it's shameful or is the woman's fault or is the child and you're like my god like can we like talk about the yeah. human and and say yeah. that it's not your fault and like understand that you know and it's very hard because a lot of cultures don't have that there's shame they're completely closed down on that topic yeah well i think i would say that I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but removing the stigma seems to be like the first step to being able to have that conversation, to have that honest dialogue. But again, to say like, how to can take... you give something you've never received? Right. And how are you? And if you grew up, I'm looking at older generation, especially when I have immigrants coming to me and asking me questions. I'm like, good job, like you know, congratulations. Yeah. I know it's hard for you, Must and I know a huge leap. Yeah. It's it's, and you have You're to recognize that because it's like it goes against what they've always known yeah wouldn't, wouldn't you say in the work that you're doing though that you're you're taking away a little bit of the stigma and the shame around some of these topics in order to be able to have open dialogues is, is that is that the goal i honestly i really do try uh when i do go in in front of a group of youth especially teens i do say i am from a middle east background i am born in canada but to show that like Oh my god you know it's to have that somebody looks like me hmm. somebody and it's interesting because girls are from where are you from you know are you muslim are you this are you that and i'm they're like looking for the case it, to and they're, they're, they're looking for for something similar at the end of the day i can't have a blonde lady with blue eyes or white male coming to me and telling me what it's like to be a second generation immigrant i have this beautiful bicultural reality so it's more power to me at the end of the day so how can i i guess i guess it's protect right you can't protect I, them all but but without wanting to like, them. like pick apart what you're saying uh, it, it, i mean it the blonde blue eye thing doesn't even necessarily need to be specifically that right because you could be coming from like a uh some fucked what, up mormon what? colony or some whoa, some ultra religious, you know. I, I know that wasn't your intention. That's why I'm wait, saying. Wait, wait. Not, My not, point will see. No, no, no. For sure, I, but I understand. But at the end of powerful. the day, like I give workshops to boys, right? And I tell the boys, if I could grow a penis right now and then, I would do it. But I, I know a guy. Th- 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 there's I, only I can hook you up. No, <laughs> Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, but, wait, but uh, uh, boys, you would grow a penis in order to be able to identify with them to, better. So they can identify okay. with the person that's in not front in of general. them. No. <laughs> well, no, they are no, quite I identify handy. as a cisgendered woman. Um, but um, wait, so boys, what what were we? What age group are we talking about here? High school level mainly. Okay, the giggling sort of. Well, the, the younger they are, yeah, very mm-hmm. nervous, very mm-hmm. uh, they get very uncomfortable. Sure. So I have to speak their language, be quick, like laugh with them. And um, and then the older they get, they actually it gets very interesting and fun, and the exchanges are very like 
I, I don't know. I enjoy the boys a lot. Uh, yeah, giving the workshops. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I always forget these things. Yes, yes, yes. Oui, oui, oui. So no, but I, it's. I think it's. Is it give? Is it changed your perspective on men? What do you mean? Uh, seeing, talking to boys, and seeing how maybe encountering how much of the how much either misinformation and. Or some what are the, some of the patterns that keep coming back with young males? Has that informed your your outlook on like adult males or males in general? Your relationships with men? Do you feel well, like you've got I've more of an inside d- scoop? D- d- y- just to make sure my relationships with men in general were always fine. Mm-hmm. Initially, um, you 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 just get a little bit more hyper aware of certain things. It's not as if, like, because something happened to me that I'm, again, I'm one case amongst many, right? Sure. I, I can't talk for other people, but... It happens to boys a lot, too. Of course, mm-hmm. right? So, but I'm just saying that it, it, they haven't suffered. Like, nobody suffered because of my past of, like, I sure. hate men, right? No, no, that's... I, I, what um, I meant is, like, if you see a man and you have a relationship with a man and then whether you're intimate or you get close or whatever... Does the fact that you have contact with men or boys with as they're boys. becoming men, does yes. that is that inform your, has that change your outlook? Because there's always a bit of mystery, right? Like, boy, boys and men can't truly understand the female experience of, you know, girls and women and vice versa. So, like, having that insight well, it's, it's, into it's, a little bit of the developmental part yeah, of it, well, like, does that... It's more on the social aspect, right? I always right. say women aren't judge our behavior, but men are judge on feelings, right? A woman. How do you mean? So a woman, if she dresses a certain way, she's too prude or too whore, right? right? A mm-hmm. boy, if he cries, well then, oh, he's weak, right? A boy and he's a pussy specifically. See, but see, even the language is, is interestingly enough. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, a vagina makes a baby and lets it. Well, doesn't make the baby, but lets is the the canal from where it's. It's it's amazing, but it's it's how do you break this language and how do you break the whole stigma of what masculinity is, you know? And some men are like, no, guys should be this and that and uh, bring the bread home. And but boys suffer, boys suffer. Boys are the number yeah. one at risk of committing suicide. And yeah. if you're a teen, or at least you're already yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you're a teen, that doubles it up. And if you're like part of the LGBTQ, oh my god, it's just, yeah. You're, you're, it's, I've often said that the quote-unquote patriarchy, because not the new definition of it, but the let's say male-dominated societies or male-led, male-arbitrated society that we've lived in was easily, I mean, clearly detrimental to women, and we're still coming out of that. That would. But it's been detrimental to but men, too. But it was too. fucking horrible for men. men too, yeah. But it's people been. don't want to talk about that part. I read a thing recently. Uh, I don't remember where it came from, but it was like that boys are expected to sort of um, remove their emotionality. Yes. Right? Like almost like, uh, yeah, extract that part of them. In like, like, like you were saying, you know, not not crying, not showing weakness, like all these other stigmas. And if they're unsuccessful in doing so, then it's the job of all of the other males in order to stigmatize that, Mm -hmm. in order to ridicule that. Or to to, beat it out of them. To beat it out of them, to force them to be able to remove that that part of themselves so that they can act in a 
socially acceptable way, a socially male a, acceptable yeah, way. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and like, I'm a feminist, but that's part of the conversation. Like, I can't say I'm, I'm for women's right. I need to have the men part of the conversation. Of course. Well, we're, all know, we're, we're, we're all You know, it's I am super not, important. I, I you are a feminist. I am not You're, a feminist. You are absolutely I mean, a feminist. I am not a feminist. We've had many, many conversations. I, 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 I am not a feminist. I am not an ist. I'm not an ism. I don't ascribe to fully to any... You agree with equality between men and women. You are a feminist. You don't maybe agree with some of, like, the current iterations of feminism but by that's definition why. you are that word for me is poison at this okay. point you don't need to identify as that i can i'll i'll identify on your behalf you are I, a feminist i identify <laughs> as a, no you I say so. how dare you sir how dare you i identify <laughs> with just <Josh> now <laughs> okay but uh it's funny because i i consider myself to be a very tolerant very very sort of i care about the person more than what color their hat is or what they're up to and um I overcame my homophobia very, very quickly. And I, I'm not saying that as some sort of personal victory, but I came through a, a process where I had every reason to just adopt the very cavalier attitude towards homosexuality because it was the order of the day, right? Uh, it was at, mi- at minimum, it was acceptable to be like, um, I just don't think it's normal. Like people can do what they want, but it's not really, it's not natural. Like that was completely, completely acceptable when I was mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. That was actually a progressive attitude. Yeah. 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 Right. It was like, yeah, people can do whatever they want behind closed yeah. doors. Just don't rub it in my face. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't touch it was, it was deviant if you want, but just do it behind closed yeah, doors. Yeah. Gays getting like, like, like beaten after, like by behind a bar and stuff like that. People would be like, oh, you just don't do that. But some part of it almost was like, oh, but he was, he was a homo. Oh, okay. Like, so that's when I grew up. Right. But I overcame this stuff because I've never, I, I consider myself a tolerant male, but this is not about me. What I'm trying to say is, when we were talking about this idea of how men are like deprogrammed or taught to be ashamed uh, of their feelings and their sensitivity, right. the way that women are encouraged uh, by it, encouraged to like or ev- or dismissed by it, actually, you're like you're just, you're, or that yeah. it's all in your head. Oh, you're being uh, hysterical. Yeah, that that, mm-hmm. that, that, that familiar line. Um, even today, now that I see some men, many men, and it's become trendy to be a sensitive, quote unquote, male. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the omros and the like, this kind of dude that can cry and you know do all the stuff that was the province of women only. But I still find myself a little judgy towards mm-hmm. certain guys that I feel like yeah, the the word the term beta male comes up sometimes. Okay. Whereas I in no way consider myself an alpha male, not e- not even close. I don't even aspire to that, but. Sometimes I see a guy and if I get like a soft handshake, I'm like, I'm a little upset. Oh, no, it doesn't. I don't care who you are. Just give me a good handshake. Right. I'll judge you from the handshake. I don't care if you're a guy, girl, brown, blue, green. What what the heck is is happening there? But to me, some like I feel like a man has to be a man. That doesn't mean a hairy chest and you needed to have punched at least one person in your life. So what's your definition of a man? I'm trying to I'm trying to reconstitute that. I feel like uh, I feel like the the best way to get to it is not to try to be anything really. Just go with just be a human mm-hmm. and you'll get there, but I still feel some biological imperatives that I think make me a man um even though I'm not the gruffest sports lifty 
punchy hockey team guy at all. I'm the last guy on in my group of friends that's like, yeah, yeah, fucking give her. Give me a truck. Let's go do this. I don't drive. I don't shoot. I don't hunt. I don't rock climb. I don't crossfit. I don't do any of these. I should do a little exercise though. But anyway, the point is yeah. <laughs> I don't engage in any of these like male certifying exercises mm. that seem to be like the hallmark of you are in the club, right? And there, but I, I don't, I still feel like I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a man, you know, and I see but some th- guys. But that's your identity. That's fine. I, I, I'm secure in it, but I just see some dudes and I'm like, you're, you're just like, you're weak. Something in me just looks at them and I'm like, you're not a man. You're not, a, not effeminate. That's not what I'm looking at. I'm not saying like, oh, you're too woman-like, therefore I don't respect you mm-hmm. as a man. It's not femininity. It's like, uh, it's just like, like I wouldn't take you on a hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I'd heard it. I, I'd heard it. Uh, I don't know how to formalize it. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Yeah, it's, I need you to formalize it's, it for me. It's it's really murky. I think I think I have an idea of what you're talking about, and I'd remember somebody. I'd had a hard time kind of putting into words too. You know, it's like, ah, oh, that guy. You know, he's like, that's yeah, not right. You know, like, like he's he's okay. You know, he can be the way he'd be, but like I. You know, like there's there's something off. Like I'm not sure what to think of this. You know, like I'm not sure what category to put him in or whatever. And somebody had had, had put it into the, the like more of an evolutionary uh, like context, right? And that's usually where it tends to make a bit more sense to me. It's like, oh, we've evolved in a way to 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 act in a certain in a certain way. And he'd said that like um, males. And I have no idea if this is true or not, but it just it could it just, be narrative. Just, but fuck it, it just seemed to fit. <laughs> it was like, you know, males have uh, a history of creating like hunting parties and going out and like acting together as a group, right? And there was some sort of like homogeny that was necessary for that to be to work, right? Like you think of like uh, other animals that hunt in packs and stuff, you know, like wild dogs or wolves and stuff. You know, it's like you want the other wolf next to you to be like similar to you and to know that you can sort of count on them you know that's so funny that you should say that to to fill their their role right and if one of the wolves is wearing these big hoop earrings and stuff it's like i don't i don't know what to do with you you know like you don't belong in the hunting pack like you're not part of the group and you know you can you can make these analogies with like you know, uh, people who are in war situations, right? Like you have like a unit of uh, of uh, soldiers. You know, you got like firemen who are all you know like a Very unit of people. Bondy, you know, yeah, like uh, policemen and stuff. You know, trying to create these like war parties. War parties yeah. that are meant for like a particular uh, task, right? And they have these like strategies around them. And then there's like one person that's not you know uh of any conducive use to the, to the group you know or it's like acting like or it is not uh doesn't fit in with the group and is is kind of like a, a you know a lone wolf in in acting in their own way i mean that's great for their individuality but as like for the cohesiveness of the group maybe not so good so yeah. this was the the explanation that was, yeah. was was given to me and sort of there's some may, sense you know yeah. maybe there's some truth to it but you know what's funny is just before yeah. you brought up this this example i was trying desperately to find a way to express because i don't actually know fully what this feeling is 
but it doesn't have anything to do for me with appearance uh, so much. It's instinctual. It's almost like I almost like it's like a smell, like like. Uh, and I, and and as you started talking and talking about your 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 source, the uh, what popped into my head was like, yeah, in in weird back lizard brain prehistoric male kind of way i have this ridiculous notion that a man is someone that if the we came under attack like our way of right. life that's exactly it. that you could this was another spear right right and yeah. then if in that that person just looks like they would get in the way or they would they would be a liability and they would not you would not be able to like protect the tribe with them but it's ridiculous that i have this narrative because we're, th- hundred, we're tens of thousands of years away from that way of but life. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's not just like feminine uh, It's men. not at all feminine. It's just like it's anyone who's a, like a little bit we- listen, weird. I've and seen like, bro you dudes. Kind of, you kind of just like size people up and yeah. like you'd be like, it's kind of like you add, you fit in one or two categories. Like either the shit, the shit comes down and I feel like I could count on you. Yeah. Like I'd, I, you know, I'd have your back and you'd have mine or I wouldn't. And you wouldn't, right? You know, and it's every one for themselves. Like, there's people I've disliked that I I felt that like if uh, they would be a spear, like I could turn into this yeah, thing, right? yeah, yeah, for right? sure, yeah. And somebody you would would not be able to carry a conversation with, but if the shit came down, yeah, you knew that they would probably be okay. Now clearly, it's not important. It's so the, weird. This like being a spear thing is not really important in the in the in the context of a society we live in now, because there is no such scenario. Well, no, there's right. No f- well, At least it's not a fight, a f- flight or fear. Yeah, fight, fight or flight. Fight or flight. Yeah, It's not a common. We're not running around after wildebeests no, and fending off tribal attacks. But I'm sorry, if the shit no, came down I, though. I, I think, think is Kevin, I think that you'd be able to. You'd be able to hold us. <laughs> Thank off. you. Yeah. I'd count on you uh, for to be a spear. Thanks. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think it's interesting. Uh, um, there's. Uh, I, I can't say which tribe. Of, of natives but because you're saying the man would go hunting and everything and th- this but tribe the this mm-hmm. tribe of natives what they would do is that they would send I guess preteens we can say I, I, I'm not exactly sure at what age into the woods they had to do this journey and this oh, the path. rite of passage yeah 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 right but they had to come back with an image and it was either I believe a bow and arrow or a basket but it didn't matter at this point the gender this is when you would define yourself, right? So if I were to talk in like literally binary terms of, well, the born arrow was for the hunter, so that was the guy section, and the, the basket for was for the women. Sure. But it could have happened. It's really not gender specific. It wasn't gender specific. It. Yeah. And what was interesting is that whether you were biologically men or women, whatever you saw, you became. So you had women who were hunting with the man absolutely but that's part of their culture and i think it's breaking the the, that culture you have to understand that especially the the two world wars if not more world war ii has has built this whole concept of let's detach the man i cannot get attached to the son because he's going to war and Mm. he's going to fight and take remove all emotions and it build that fraternal aspect where I'm assuming at this point that traumatized I, I, young men. maybe there's a research maybe there isn't of because maybe fewer men would come back so then women would probably become competitive on fighting for the guys to 
to get married and have kids and whatnot mm. so it, it does go past it but it's understanding you were talking about animals but i'm like yeah but look at the lion tribe who goes hunting the lioness right in saudi it's insulting to call a man a lion because he does do nothing he's a do nothing bitch as they, <laughs> as they right? call him. but i feel like my what i'm talking about like i i, I have a french terminology i when i see a guy that's like that i i call him a, a pushma right it doesn't actually have like a, how sorry like how like I, if i what do you mean like how i'm trying to, you said that's like that but what's like like what like soft soft you're 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 well, soft 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 is just like non-committal in 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 their in their way. Not that they need to know who they are necessarily and be figured out and be la 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 like not not necessarily like that. But just when I, it's it's like well, it's the soft handshake. Some people are like walking soft handshakes, you know. And then like when you engage them, there's just this weakness of character that I detect, and that makes me sort of it. It I'm being very sort of I'm I'm telling you things that are very personal here. Um, it it fills me with disgust, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. and I f- and and when I try to play it back in my mind, like what's bugging me here? This is just a person. I don't need to agree with their point of view and whatever. What's fucking bothering me? I just been in the, next to this person for a few minutes. Why am I so bothered? And I, it's some weird like in an emergency, I can't count on this person to step up. And you're you know, and it's males, men and women. Yeah. When you hear Ronda Rousey talking about do nothing bitches, right? Right. I feel like she's kind of saying the same thing. Well, you tend to dislike things that you see in yourself, right? Like the, the, the things that you would like to change about yourself, you see that in other people. Okay. That's what really ends up getting under your skin, right? And be like, I really, really don't like that. Otherwise, so you're suggesting that when I see a, a soft dude yeah, and he's not a spear, it's because I'm, there's some sort of personal insecurity about being a spear? Or it's something that you've... Because that that, that's good. Right. That's better. That's that's quite possible. And, and that's something that you've actively tried to maybe move away from in your, you know, because I didn't have a dad or I didn't you know, have a male like, role model. You know, you have like let's say you have like two options to go. With. Like you can go towards the what would you call it, Pashma? Yeah. And you can go towards soft like, the, the strong <laughs> guy who can be dependable in a in a crisis situation. And you're actively trying to go towards that guy that you want to. That's be. certainly but, my. But you know of, that like yeah. that other part of you exists too but you're gravitating towards this you know possibly like you, you tend to only really really hate things in other people that you have at least a portion of that in yourself you know we all we're all kind makes of sense there's a duality in all of us we all have like kind of infinite potential to do things and what we need to sort of we kind of choose the way that we want to go so i guess you would identify that as maybe something within yourself that you want to move away from I, maybe you'll be surprised what that push mode injured yeah for maybe. sure for sure no no but it's like i said it's not a it's not a, a, a conscious and fully formed sensation or idea or reaction right mm-hmm. it's just like a weird like eh, like i want i want to just growl at that person and then move mm-hmm. on like i don't want to engage him i don't want to start because again i don't feel like i'm in a place of supremacy and I'm, I can judge this person, but I get this feeling. And sometimes it'll be like a bro dude. It'll be a, a fully visually looking male male. And I'm still like, you've got like this, you're like shredded. You're like, you got the car, you got all the hallmarks of like this fake masculinity stuff going on. But you are still fucking, you're like bait. 
you're 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 like you're, the, you're zomb- the first one to go in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and actually, my friends have joked about me being eaten first because I try, probably try to help the zombies and yeah. I'd get like no, <laughs> like I try to ra- like to he can be saved rationally appeal rationally. But <laughs> um, without wanting to totally go off the rails here, um, I'd like to, I'd like to us to pursue this further. Maybe get to the not necessarily stay on this, but at least address the fact that like i feel like there's something evolutionary about that but you're probably 100 percent right my dad left when i was four so i've been probably trying to construct um um a prototype of the of what it is to be a man and a father right. by abstraction yeah for sure and maybe that's what it is and you put that up on a pedestal and yeah then, like it's that, a, that's great and then everything that doesn't go with that is, like, ah, no, no, is no. undesirable or lesser or, or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah I think maybe that's what it is sometimes if you don't feel aroused if you don't feel sexually aroused at the same time I tell you a secret give him an orgasm it takes two minutes it's not a big deal give him an orgasm if he only touches your vagina and forgets about your nose and forgets about your breasts. You have to teach him. You have to take his hand and you have to show him what you need on your belly, on your behind. Show it to him. Don't expect him to know it by himself. Would it be a fair assessment to say that um, a nice chunk of your work has to do with dispelling uh, misconceptions Yes, um, and just narratives and fallacies, fallacies, fallacies. <laughs> 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 um, that are brought on by a, a variety of you know, porn, um, urban legends, things like that. Is that is that a big chunk of your um, yes. your work? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. so tell us a little bit about that. What what's going on in there? What's going on in there? A lot is going on in there. Um, lack of sexual education. Um, too much sexual miseducation through porn. Exactly. The younger generation seems to all be trying to emulate that, no? Yeah. Well, average age now, from the last research I may have read, first contact with porn for boys is nine. Wow. Okay. So, so a combination of scary. parents not talking to their kids and yeah. being introduced Massive to porn. Massive amounts of instantly available porn, as opposed to in my day when we had to hunt for it. For sure. And find it in any form, even if it wasn't porn. We had to convert. Sears catalog. Sears catalog. Sears catalog, yeah. <laughs> My God. Memories of things. Yeah. Yes, but see, that's interesting. You're talking about memories, and that's what's lacking now, is that you're able to create yourself different teams of fantasies and, and um, scripts. Where now, because it's available... I'm I'm having the story told for me, and I'm having the people that I think, you know, within society's standards, I guess, quote unquote, it should look like, right? So having a nurse call me once because a 14-year-old boy is having erectile dysfunctions because his sexual partner or girlfriend doesn't look the part or doesn't act the part like a porn actress should, is is very conflicting. So yeah, there's the there's some body image issues there. There's the there's all kinds of signals and ideas that are being transmitted through this 
so through pornography. I think Pamela the Anderson. The expectations, expectations I guess, huge. Yeah, yeah, huge. Well, yeah, and uh, often enough, I, I work with a lot of teens, so of course it'll, it'll be more towards the myths surrounding their reality. But I always tell them, I'm like, well, technically you shouldn't be watching porn, but I know you do. And understand that it doesn't start with a blowjob and a face ejaculation. You know, it doesn't end with a face ejaculation. Like, that's much more than that, right. you know. But they have a hard time understanding because it's like, but it's real. That's like, a narrative that's kind of. But it's real. They're seeing a penis and a for, vagina for going lack in. Of better words. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, it's, it's real as Choking, it is. Choking, slapping, hair pulling. It's physical, right? Yeah. And the, the ejaculation is real and everything. So it's hard. And, and you're like, yeah, but they're acting. But they're like, yeah, but he ejaculated. And you're like, I understand. But there's porn world and then there's real world. And it's really hard to like break that down because I come in those groups and they already have had two, three years of watching porn yeah. right in mostly, their head. Mostly boys, I'm guessing, right? Mostly more, boys, more but girls. Girl. Some girls will probably look into it too, and and mm-hmm. think this is how you should act, you know. And it's it's not about like not having sex, but what is a healthy sexual relationship right. is what is not portrayed uh, in Jim, porn. Jim Jeffries, uh, stand-up comedian, has a hilarious bit about that, where he he talks about anal sex um, in porn versus in real life. Now he he kind of plays the character of a of a dumb jock a little bit so mm-hmm. if you take it at face value it's somewhat offensive but if you know jim jeffries you know that he's kind of pulling your chain a little bit and he's like uh you know if you if you, if you just watch porn it's it's hilarious i mean when you do anal sex it's it, the, the women act like you're doing them a favor <laughs> right like like it's just it's just mm-hmm. like they're they're like excuse me i noticed you were dealing exclusively with my mouth and vagina I, give me, give me, give me anal sex. I want to, and he's like, in my real life experience, has let's say not been congruent <laughs> with that experience, <laughs> right? And so that there's definitely that. I think, th- especially the combination of no talking with no advice and no mm-hmm. no dialogue with someone you can talk to at that age, and then just getting this extreme usury, just very usury. It's the most usury type of content ever. It's just to it's there to use, yeah, right? Objectify, yeah. Um, as much as the males as the females, but it's just like it's, it's usury. It's just usury, 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 usury. Like use, do, stuff, stab, hit, smack, do, penetrate, and it's it's sure. There's so many types of of uh, so much so many like levels of pornography at this point, but to get that is is like almost like so nobody ever t- telling you about conflict resolution nobody ever talk talking to you about how to negotiate for your place in society and how to negotiate and and broker deals for your well-being and whatever and mm-hmm. then watching copious hours of people just kicking the shit out of each other yeah and a, the, you know? i think there's a problem with porn too and i don't know if you agree but like they're constantly trying to up the ante Right? Yes. Like, because there's a lot of competition in exactly. porn. There was this whole porn thing that where people used to pay for porn, yeah. And then all the free porn sites came out, and now it's just all a question of like upping the ante. And if one person's, you know, where they're slapping their partners, the next one's got to be punching their partners. The other one's got to be like 
ball gags and fucking whips and chains and you know just keep keep getting like more yeah. and more sort of depraved you in order to use on your website yeah exactly you know like they kind of get rewarded with that and people's appetites as well get sort of more depraved the more that you the further down that rabbit hole you just you become go, numb right right you yeah. become numb to so they're trying to like to 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 get this audience and the audience is also kind of getting more twisted as time goes on but then like a new kid comes into that market and seeing it for the first time and they're at like level a hundred well they're watching <laughs> yeah. level hundred right? stuff out of the gate out of the gate there's right? no there's no context so they're not looking at the Sears catalog and maybe seeing like a hint of a nipple through like the through the yeah, lace, yeah, you know, and being like, bro. "Ooh, that's great!" Or fantasizing know? about a cartoon character, which, right? Which you know, is, I think, Jessica all, Rabbit or something, you know? Yeah, yeah but well, now, yeah, it's, but now it's, there you have what the the is it and hentai. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah but that's the Japanese very animation, yeah. it's a lot of again with the boys. They bring it up lot for sure i think they have those like octopus penises that happen oh yeah too. the tentacle stuff and it's yeah. like yeah. how many holes can you fill the girl up with and it's 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 that's like a triple mind job right because first there's like this whole otherworldly thing happening that's not even you can't even replicate it right mm-hmm. you can't even replicate no. what's happening in this in this in this uh, japanese um, animation thing but then you're also dealing with content from a culture that is the very personification of repressed uh, when it comes to sexuality and, and uh, uh, you know, expressing your feelings and things like that. And that's what's producing these hyper extreme um, like examples of sex. Right. I, I don't think tentacle porn comes out of a society where there's a dialogue and where you can you can be sexual and no, well, from the ones I've seen, it's it's almost rape-like. The girl is basically crying. It's and, very and, rape-like. And, and so even the sense of consent is not in porn. It's like, right. oh, I'll do this. Oh, okay. Actually, it seems like you the know? message in those things, and I've, I've, I haven't watched like copious amounts of this stuff but because it kind of puts me off, but when I have watched it, it seems to be, and I could be wrong here, but the narrative seems to be that all women need to be violated and... Um, and if you violate them sufficiently, they will, the pleasure will convert them into mm-hmm. willing partners, which is so fucked. It's yeah. so twisted. It's so fucked, right? I it's, can't even imagine being a kid being exposed to like unlimited amounts of that stuff. Like, I'm so happy that I didn't grow up in, in that kind of a world. Yeah. Oh, we had scramble channels. Yeah, but yeah. Was, Le Nuit. that was <laughs> Le Nuit, scramble yeah. channels were awesome. Right? <laughs> like, it's a boob. Yeah, I I, I'm a pretty f- sure that's a boob. That's either a boob or a head. It's like it wasn't uh, even for the curiosity at this point. It was like, which one is it going to become clear? What are you yeah. going to catch? What <laughs> it, you might have been masturbating to the guy's bum, be- yeah, <laughs> but you don't know exactly you don't which know. is okay the painting on the wall or <laughs> yeah. something you know yeah it like may have been the couch <laughs> yeah exactly. but you thought it was the girl's bum it looks kind of like a boob or the boys this and that but yeah it's almost like because we didn't that that lack of technology and 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 hyper accelerated content i think this is very parallel to the way the news is hmm. right like we had we our generation still had normal news for a little while where it wasn't, if it bleeds, it leads like every story. Right. It wasn't horrible, horrific, depressing, fucking apocalyptic news all the time, mixed in with sugary, garbage non-news of who was seen at the beach with a new mm. hat on, right? 
that seems to be the mix now it's horrific fucking dehumanizing shit right next to uh this celebrity couple broke up right yeah and i think that we accidentally benefited from that the same way that we benefited from not having uh social media when we went through our dark poetry (laughs) teenage years (laughs) poetic justice luckily all that stuff is in the garbage oh shit or you know yeah but that would have been horrible so a lot of misinformation how do you approach it? What do you do? What do you tell these these kids that are just like out of the gate, uh, slamming into this super accelerated um, content? How do you? How do you? We try to, to explain to them when you watch a movie and the White House explodes, is it gonna happen? No. And I'm like, well, okay, like that's the bigger example of things. But I'm like, okay, tone it down a bit and understand that it's it's not real. These are people who are paid, right? And especially right. for these young boys penis size and i think majority for a lot of men too but penis size is is very important right and you have these kids who barely started puberty and they're like well my penis doesn't look why like don't that. i have like a you know and i'm like yeah. whoa buddy you know like between my legs yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 then you have a kid and you have to explain to them like wait you didn't you're not done growing like you're you're comparing yourself to a 30 year old man who's had surgery <laughs> possibly maybe right or but it's like often not it's it's yeah. or don't forget camera camera yeah. angles true we forget right. about those camera angles like it, and it's, porn when we were when we were younger as well was like ron jeremy and a lot more regular there were only like, a couple of bodies a couple of six-pack dudes. right yeah it, were, was, it was a different that, which it was is a different interesting thing. because like look at dudes. the men i think the, the only thing that may have evolved evolved for women was the lack of hair Right. You look at the 70s, right. you have the full-grown boas. You look right. now, it's... Maybe it's, implants. And yeah, Maybe some implants, implants, yes. Yeah. But you Implant could see it's still the skinny, the skinny... You don't. You didn't have that variety of of bodies happening as much as men. Right. Actors were, Although right? we're seeing that now, right? With the, like, what the quote-unquote uh, black um, uh, or African um, ideal female body becoming kind of more like taking center stage right like the kardashian Nicki minaj but again uh, like idea. kardashian it's 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 still some has surgery has been done oh massive right? amounts but not to make her skinnier and waif like but rather small waist big yeah but they're bumper. unachievable that's that's the, the whole point behind that is still okay. unachievable because what if you have a girl who is skinnier would doesn't have as much hips or butts now that's and then, the problem and, and that's the beauty standard right, it's, right, it's right. still reaching to that it just shifted same right? with the guys it's, same with like the boys that you're talking about who see porn with some fire in the hole Final. fire in the hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see some guy with like a shredded you dude. know like or no or even just like a 12 inch dick know that like they they're not going to be able so, to like, so it's, a, it's a freak of nature right like and it may seem good in porn right like like it's, it may seem like a like a good thing to a young boy but those guys who have like a you know that lock the, mess the, monster <laughs> yeah lock this monster between their legs it's not a good thing right like they're not there's nobody there's no female that has the the capacity yeah. <laughs> the holding capacity you know like there's like there's no there's no lock to fit that key you know what i'm saying i think there's a country in africa where the issue is that women are cheating on their husband because the penises 
are supposedly too big, so they go look because they want to have pleasure. And really? it's, downsize. It's, but again, but what, the thing is, is you can't what like I squat down on a tree trunk and like you know look. Like what I say is biologically, we always talk about the penis size. We don't look into the le canal vaginal, hence the vagina, not the vulva, the vagina itself. Right. Um, average size. The sheath, as it, as the it were. The, the sword sheath. The, the scabbard. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm going to start calling it a scabbard. <laughs> it does get punched and booed. So <laughs> we, we talk about, so average size, we're talking what? about like 13 to 15 centimeters is healthy that grown male and erect that's the legitimate uh like within agreed certain upon. studies yeah well and it's not cultural i think most people talk about it in inches what's in it what is it in inches? i always get confused i had to adapt myself to centimeters that i forgot my inches i'm inches I think the average penis six. is like six six inches and i think the average vaginal canal is like four inches which in centimeters yeah. is eight to ten centimeters okay. right somebody so that already math. in in the averageness of things the penis is already longer right than than excuse me than a vagina right so, the average, so exactly everything's yeah. average right but then i say it's the person's preference if the person prefers a bigger penis or a smaller penis or you know right. that's it's it's a preference and that's completely fine too you, you shouldn't feel the need to fit in that mold but it's understanding that like we're so focused on the size of the penis nobody talks about again we're completely ignoring the female body and the female it's so focused on the male body but we need to talk about female sexuality too it, it, it's yeah. It takes two. Well, I, I, I know it's it could be a little bit heterosexist. No, but, but as no, no. But by doing conversation, that conversation, but by fo by shifting the focus a little bit on on what you're saying, you're also benefiting men because you're taking the, the this crazy stressful fixation on penis size, and you're dialing it down. Oh wait, and I'm not creating done a more dialing it down. But, and and also the first third of the sorry, Richard, but it's please. the first third of the vagina that has the most sensation. It's not even right. once you hit the cervix, you hit the cervix. There's nowhere else to go, but it's the first third. So even then, right. So even if you're you're, what's the term I heard? Laying pipe. Uh, <laughs> even if even if you've got whatever you're gifted, um, the fact is all of the all of the action is in that first third. Exactly. Zone. That's where it needs to happen. Exactly. The I'd rest is preference. I'd even say that like the fixation on penis size for guys is all in the context of being able to pleasure a woman. Right? It's not that guys want to have a big penis a big penis just to have a big penis. The whole thing is to is to be able to be like, well, I'm this means that I'm an adequate lover. Right. Right? A man enough to satisfy a woman. Right, I'm a but again, so, which talk, falls back in masculinity. Right, but without right? without without the 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 female part of it, then it becomes meaningless. Is what I'm saying, right? Like to have a big penis just to have a big For penis its own sake. just means that you can like pee a little farther on the wall than the other person. You know, without that female component, there's really there's it, it, it there is but no it's, meaning it's still, to it. It's, no? it's, it's still a, I understand what you're saying, but it's still a question of status. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm not even, trying to say that it's not. Even if... But I'm talking for the pressure for men. That's what I'm talking. You're talking for about sure. per, per, performance, ugh, performance. So if I can't perform and satisfy and give her an orgasm, it falls on, on the guy, which right. makes no sense. It, it, it's like you're p 
putting yourself it's you're two human beings having an experience like can you start having the conversation right like i've, that, I've had people telling me like well he'll keep going until i have an orgasm but i've never had an orgasm in my life and i find myself faking something that i i don't even know and it's really interesting because it's like well tell the person they're like no now i can't hurt his feel and you're like okay it, it it builds into this toxic cycle which sucks right because the guy doesn't feel like he's he's performing adequately because he couldn't make his woman come hmm. and then you have this girl who doesn't want to hurt his feelings and his ego and saying oh, but okay also probably feels and like, she feels like yeah, and she un, feels inadequate un, too right because she's not able to fulfill this thing mm-hmm. that's a, like this it's like these two people trying to fulfill expectations that neither of them actually that, actually have right neither of them really have i feel but you like don't talk about it as a yeah, teenager I mean, that was my <laughs> biggest problem it's 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 That's what it's sad but it's also kind of beautiful in its own way you know like it's it's sad that like people would fall into this dynamic mm-hmm. where you know they feel inadequate but it's beautiful in the sense that the, each one is trying to f- fulfill a role and and give to the other person in yeah, that in sense. Yeah, relationship-wise, yeah. Yeah. If it's I mean, a sexual partner, I don't know if that'll happen. Right. So sorry, you were you were saying? No, no, I was just going to say that the the performance pressure of it as I remember was probably the part that made it the most unpleasant when I was, you know, a, a young man. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that really sure. fucked with me, you know, the idea that I liked this girl very much, I desired her and then I obviously my body wanted her body and so forth and then once the contact was initiated it's almost like the doors busted in and this like this panel of judges came in set up set up a table and mm-hmm. suddenly I'm I'm being like there's a German there's a German judge he's he's tougher like, <laughs> he's a tough yeah. one seven 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 six four point five yeah yeah I literally like the face that the I like uh, figure skaters have when they're like out of breath and looking up at the scoreboard, yeah. you know, as they're trying to, f- like, like, I think I did good. I feel good about it, don't you? I think I feel good. And then, six, six, five, cinque. And then, like, ah, uh, And then yeah. keeping up that brave face of, like, but it w- was it good for you? Yeah. You know? yeah that, that I f- that, that's fuck with thing. me uh, in, in a big way. Yeah, as soon as you become sexually active, that you have this pressure in order to be able, like, all of a sudden that you know how to, like, you know, waltz. You do, you know how to do the tango perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're dragging her across the floor with that like that rose in her teeth and the whole bit. And yeah, yeah. this whole this nonsense. And yeah. it, it it and I think a lot of men. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm maybe talking on my ass here, but I think some of these men that go and hook up like younger women. You know, when they're at a riper age. Of course, some of it has to do with status. Some of it has to do with power. Some of it has to do with with all kinds of things. But I feel like maturity I, level. <laughs> I sometimes think to myself, like, man, I wish I could go back with what I know now to those and have really enjoy that person and have that person enjoy me and not feel about all, not, not get bogged down by all this foolishness and this stress. It's true. Like that, all those expectations kind of take away from the experience of, you know, being with somebody and enjoying that experience with them. And like, the, yeah. you know, like you're just kind of in your own head judging your own actions and all that exactly and and then if now if you've got if your head is full of all this hyper accelerated um porn 
Like, I feel for these kids, man. Oh, shit. That's got to be terrible. I'm, I am deeply concerned, and I feel, like, for my boys, you know, like, I want to be there for them in whatever way I can to, to chill them the fuck out so that they don't go in with as many. I mean, I can't protect them from anything, nor of would course. I want to, but... I think a lot of that's just, like, a normal thing, right? Like, you, you can't take away all those expectations, but at least you can put no, it into, like, context, to, 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 right? Yeah, you have to put it and you have to open the conversation and you have to be, like, understand different realities. Like, I can't take away values of what different families want to give to their kids, but you have to have a conversation and then the kid and teenager will have their own experiences and learn from there. There's only so much you can do, but I, I tell them, I'm like, it's okay to try things out, but when talk to the person as nerve-wracking as it is and as scary as it is to please put a condom like yeah if okay. anything that should be one yeah, safe sex like, all that like stuff. you know yeah but they, some don't even know clearly like i go sometimes to the pharmacy and i look at the wall of condoms and i have to think of myself what if i was 14 and 15 what the hell am i buying I don't know what I'm buying, so I have to go back sometimes to the basics. Often enough, if it's in a school, the nurse will have taught how to put a condom on. But if you don't repeat the message or if you don't visualize the message, sometimes I talk about um, the, the trick that I give the kids anyways for the condom. I think it would be fun for everybody to know is the Smurf hat or the Mexican hat. No, yeah, that's it. The winter yeah, toque yeah. or the, the Mexican hat. And I'm like, the which sombrero? side? Exactly. Thank you. The sombrero. And I'm like, which side? Hmm. should you put it on and they're like i don't know it's where it's the lube and i'm like yeah but like you're too excited to know where the lube is and you just want to put the condom on like what you happens you don't know how long it's you gonna know? last so you're in a time pressure There's sombrero the- it's a sombrero yes it is yeah bing 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 <laughs> nice. but it's that visual once i give that visual it's like oh okay you yeah. know but we've all been in that situation where we put it on the smurf side yeah it's it's, it's not it's not good yeah but yeah, it's, condoms suck it's I explaining mean, what each condom does and what they want and what they're trying to achieve and when you have a 13 year old asking you for an extra large condom i'm like i give it to them but i also give them the snug fit like on the side and be like <laughs> let me know how this one works but at the end of the day it's a few millimeters we're talking about condoms right oh yeah yeah. For but sure. there's all this all there's all the status bragging stuff too that fucks with your head mm-hmm. mm. you know and there's like the the liars and like oh yeah man every night boom 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 you know and they're virgin uh and then there's right. like oh no that's interesting i only wear magnum yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> nothing else fits for me but it's funny because I mean, it's true for me but like other people well, i mean lying. for you it's, yes <laughs> they like don't call you need you, to explain yourself yeah i, they, I, have uh, I mean nothing no they don't nothing. call you the scottish hammer for for nothing <laughs> that's right, right? exactly <laughs> <laughs> the battle of dunkirk or whatever i don't know what i'm saying but um the sterling uh um what i was gonna say is that uh i think that was maybe our version of the um fantasy pressure like the misinformation Hmm. was the the bragging between the guys you know when they reached that age and like yeah yeah i'm totally into this and i'm totally into that and actually not knowing at all the fuck they're talking about no but it's it's true and sometimes certain groups will turn around to the most sexual experienced kid i don't know what he's done in life but you, you see it automatically like everybody's like oh and you're like oh my god like I feel bad for him because now he has pressure 
to yeah. say like, yeah, I banged her and I did this. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That. and now he has repetition that precedes himself and he has to stick to that and treat people maybe a way he doesn't like to. He doesn't even want to be that dude. Exactly, or that, right? Or she doesn't want to be that girl or et cetera. Yeah, I did. I, I don't remember where I heard this, but um, I remember, I think, seeing a documentary or reading something about, you were mentioning rites of passage earlier, how in, in more tribal and more conservative societies, there were rites of passage. And I feel like that's something that we've kind of lost in our in modern society, the rites of passage, or we don't mark them the way we used to. Uh, and that they had a really, really um, like beneficial effect, I think, socially on our development. Uh, namely, this idea of going uh, into the forest and coming back with a basket or a bow mm-hmm. or um, standing on a on a like pole and you know keeping your balance or there were the, these the mitten full of fire ants yeah and stuff and like he, like some of this stuff is nuts but the whole idea of rites of passage is is kind of marking the next phase of your life and welcoming you into adulthood and particularly uh, for males for males it's big but because I'm we sure. don't have an inbuilt one but i think women right? we get hairier but we don't we don't like there's not like a thing that happens that all of a sudden we're male we're, all of a sudden we're well, men. puberty yeah, but there's no there's, there's no I mean, male period. I think there's no male there's say. no male period. There's no like bell that rings and be like, okay, this is it's now on. You're a man. You're a man now. You kind of get hairier. So that's that's why body like, changes a bit. That's why like in more tribal cultures, they would there would be some kind of like yeah, well, difficult you, thing that you would you know, overcome. You want to go to tribal cultures and talk about the girls' first periods and she gets exercised. Well, I don't know if that's a. <laughs> No, I mean that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I mean that there's there's nothing that inherently makes that like a boy is like, oh, okay, now I'm now I'm a man. It's like you know something something happened. But 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 again, it goes back to it's a gradual process. What's a man? You're you're a growing human being who has to evolve and learn and taste and feel and smell and. And, and it goes uh, yeah, the same I don't mean for, psychologically. Like I just mean like at, physically, you know, like but even from, physically, from a boy to a man. Even physically, if we look at girls, I, I meet girls who who have almost adult women bodies, but they're like twelve years old, and they right. don't know what to do with that, and they've been sexualized so and objectified so early on that oh okay that's that's what I have to do, and now I have to wear that type of clothes because. Right. Oh, I'll get attention, and I guess that's the type of attention that is good, you know. But they don't know any way either, right? True. Yeah, so that's a good I, point. I, when we're talking about, okay, well, let's make it a line and make it clear that now you're a man. I, I guess what uh, I was, I was more trying I to. I don't s- know how I feel. Maybe I'm not understanding. Yeah, I, I don't think I was 100 percent clear uh, with my point. Uh, what I was, I was being long-winded about it a little bit, which never happens. Um, That's never happened before. <laughs> but if not the if the time. Scottish hammer will give you another moment to just elaborate, <laughs> if the hammer allows it. Um, I guess what I was saying That's is, right, I, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what the benefits would be for men, men and women, in different ways to have more kind of rites of passage and more uh, exercises where you could accomplish yourself and reach certain objectives and, and gain personal power. Uh, that's, that's a different way of saying things. Right. It's again, it goes back to what I'm saying about evolving and growing and learning. Like, what I'm just saying, it's like if you got to, to sort of periodically um, go through these exercises, I still call them rites of passage, where mm-hmm. you could sort of become and, and get a more of a sense of yourself or milestones right mm-hmm. almost like a review 
or like an evaluation as you do as you get annually at your job. Kind of like a, you know going through different belts in karate or something. sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. Like something that. Well, te- you've worked hard to reach there. Right. right. I can wonder you, if that it, would. It's a test of your ability. You know. Yeah. That you overcome a challenge. I wonder and if then that attain a uh, status. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that kind of a, a return to that or an exploration of that sort of uh, society might diffuse some of this pressure in leveraging and having to prove all of your manlyhood with your uh, with your sexuality and having women to be women and leveraging all that on that one focused focused on this one thing which is sex and making it such well, we a, can such look a big at deal at uh, i believe bar mitzvahs that's pretty straight line like all oh, either in 13 or 12 i'm not sure now you're a man but do they understand the concept of what it means to be a respectful human being? I'm not. And you I'm can not, also go through your menstruation just, at nine years old and, and not understand anything about right. it. Yeah, no, so right. it's kind of arbitrary. So, right? exactly. it's, it's not based on achievement. It's no, just based on I, like, I, oh, you've circled the sun this many times. Exactly. And I think what's interesting is you're bringing up the only thing that comes up to mind is I have a lot of friends who are involved in scouts. And oh, yeah. yeah, and it's very interesting because. I was a scout. Huh? You were? Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll see them. But it's it's. Yeah. I think it's 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 a community sense. Yeah. Say scout d'un jour, scout toujours. I was there for half a day. Really. <laughs> I was like more uniforms. I can't deal. I was a beaver, uh, a wolf cub, a scout, the whole bit. Am I allowed to enjoy that just for a moment? The idea of you guys in in, in scout uniforms. In scout <laughs> Is that uniform. wrong? I think I still have it somewhere. God damn you, poor. <laughs> see what you've done. You were, Everything's a you category were now. That's but, another thing that happens. But anyways, I'll get to that in a no, second. No, but I, I think, for example, such concepts probably answer more the realities that you're trying to bring up of, you know, I, from this age group to, to this age group, we'll, we'll do such actions. And then it devolves into, here's more responsibilities. Because you're older, we're giving you this. And once you've achieved, here's that badge or that. And, and it's trying to find these things. But it's true that right now in society, we, we we're trying to come back to the community, but they've we, grown so... We can't so decide what an adult s- is. We can't decide... It's not deciding, but we've. I think for many generations, they've been um, individualist. Yeah, focused on the individual. Exactly. So you have now this kind of... Let's let's try to bring back the community, and you have those urban gardens starting, and you have those like honey. What farms. sorry, Ur- urban gardens? Urban gardens. Ur- oh yeah, right, rooftop gardens. And exactly, like but it's interesting because you have that that condo starting to work together to to get these plants, and it's really bringing back that community yeah, sense. Like uh, polyamorous people um, are also very community oriented. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, I guess. It, it look, as, as Whatever long as I see that on the profile, like polyamorous, I'm like, you, then you just, you look, you're, you're, you're catching them all, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you're just Pokemon. This is Pokemon to you. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, but that's, that's cyclical. That's the society is very cyclical with everything, right? Mm-hmm. We go to this extreme and then we come back in a little while mm-hmm. and then we refuse it again. And then, and we never really stop to think that halfway is where the sweet spot is. In yeah. But it's, it's what you're trying to say also, it's to bring back that worth and that value to an individual. Placing value elsewhere as well. Like what if we could find other ways of, 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 of securing and validating masculinity and, and, and 
there's femininity femininity um that that was not just always sex sexual and physical and body image based right what if we could assert ourselves in another way could this be not the answer but could this be a way to get to a more equal place or a more shared um experience rather than just sex and then there's sex and then there's more sex and everything is sex right like, it's not necessarily i understand what you're saying but what if we could just abolish these terms and say what can you do as a human being what is your value who are you you know mm-hmm. you're your own self you grew up with your experience what and you stuff got. like that right so and i think that's where it gets harder because again women should like barbies and be pretty all the time and cross her legs and be polite and and then the men should be loud and get the money and but maybe these are negative and that's an issue too i like to cross my legs and be polite well that's good I think respect is good. Did you see Especially this? when you wear that kilt. Please cross your legs. Yes, Scottish hammer. Please. No one needs to see your tartan all the time. We should, we should talk about uh, sexual misconceptions. What 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 are We're they? We're taking in calls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So call everyone call You're five one four. No. You're live. Are there any like major sexual misconceptions that you run into where people are like what the hell is up with this or like they say like this is my opinion on on this thing and you're like whoa that's way off base well again penis size is probably way up there so bigger the better the, the, well yeah <laughs> well you, yeah penis yeah. size again uh, is very popular um on the on the point of the point of the guys they think that the penis size is the biggest thing. Yeah. Boobs. And then you talk to girls. and Girls gr- would girls. be body image too. Do girls actually, uh, do they fall into that same thing? Like if you talk to young girls and they're like, do, do if even if they don't have that much experience, are they looking at porn and saying like, oh, the bigger the penis size, the better? Some, some girls can yeah and that's what they see right Right. again with the boobs and again with the hips and the kim kardashians until they have their first experience i guess and they're like whoa this is not cool so yeah but it's not understanding and again the the female orgasm and female sexuality has been so delayed in research and and science that it's still Mm. barely part of the conversation right Right? The Mayo Clinic, which which uh, was it, or the Center for Health of Women, whatever. It's like women's biology uh, is like retarded. It like in the true sense of the word, like it's like way behind. Back, yeah. No, no, it's, it's way it's, behind. I think it what in the last 10, 15 years we've realized what the real size of the clitoris is. Right. It's not that little thing you see outside. It's a whole situation it's a whole organ on its own you know and the it's like a network this, of nerves that well, kind of hence like why the first third of the vagina right all yeah. the nerve endings okay. end up there a happy and place as it were so yeah. the clitoris actually extends into like the first third of the vaginal canal yeah yeah so and and just that i like you see from the the tip of a penis we say what there's about six thousand nerve endings you look at a vagina a clitoris sorry and it's like eight thousand right right just Amen. just from that little part outside but it's so much bigger inside and and there's this whole area near the vulva and the big lips and the small lips and and all all the labia area and all everything it's so much pleasure but again can women have pleasure during sex are we allowed no i don't think are, you're allowed. are we allowed no, no that's not allowed. Horrible, well, if, if right? you're, if, you're a whore. If you're nice. 
but it's the same it's the same organ right so like in utero the, in utero the, in utero in right the like the no i mean like as, as a developing like as a fetus oh right? okay, like okay before okay, your yeah. your sex See, is I'm really tired. i was hitting <laughs> before your sex is so really you're talking been, about the clitoris like, in the utero and i was like what <laughs> yeah. so so the so as as a fetus before your sex has kind of been mm-hmm. even determined right like you uh the clitoris will either become a clitoris or extend into a penis so thank you for saying that right? so just a few days ago and i don't know if the person listens to the show which i doubt but I, hey, I what do you mean you the, doubt everyone listens the, to this the, show yeah, what are you talking about <laughs> anyways so this individual starts um so being a sexologist you, you often get the oh so you know do you want do you need a lab rat to help with your practice and stuff like that oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's very oh, popular man. and then you get the um maybe she's like uh like she knows the kama sutra by heart and stuff like that anyways just oh to, my to make god a, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but then it's fun Jeez. because once they get comfortable like that second you're alone with them it's like is this normal and you're like oh see, <laughs> can you I take know. a look at this yeah, is this yeah okay? almost is my penis size right so it was interesting because this guy at this point is trying to be like i was telling him i'm like well technically the clitoris is is like your penis is a big clitoris right and he's like oh so you're saying i have a big penis i'm like no i'm saying you have a big clitoris yeah overdeveloped like you know clitoris. but it was interesting that he's like trying to say like yeah thank you for saying that i have a big penis i'm like i don't know you for shit like Wait, why, wait why is this I... an actual? Yeah. Is this actual science? Yeah, this is the thing, right? Yeah. So, like, as as a fetus developing, right? You, everyone has sort of like the canal. Everyone has like kind of like. I'll make the... it simpler. Okay, go. Why do men have nipples? Um, I don't know. So it goes exactly to his point: is yeah. that before, like, gender, biological gender, it has been assigned your one thing and nipples is part of the first part process of the developing so once it decides whether you're going to be male or female biologically then that's why you have nipples right so everyone starts out with nipples no everyone starts out with like a like a clitoris everyone starts out with like a canal everyone starts out with two little nodules if you're a male then like the clitoris becomes a penis the the canal closes up the the and eventually like the ovaries drop into becoming testicles do we right? have to draw it for you if you're I if you're if you're i, I yeah. noticed richard talking to me like I'm, I'm i'm his nephew just for a moment he's like okay little buddy <laughs> all right little buddy so if you're a female <laughs> right. no no i just i did then, i never heard of this then you don't you don't uh, the clitoris doesn't develop into like a prolonged so thing. we have hyperextended vaginas is that what you're saying what i'm saying is that you have an overly developed clitoris and you have a closed vag- vaginal canal <laughs> with ovaries that have dropped down into a sack that have and you never notice that seam uh, like from from the from your penis all the way down over your your balls uh-huh. that's that was the seam where your vagina closed and your balls dropped into that into the sack this is this is earth shattering for me right now <laughs> <laughs> You didn't notice that seam? Like I that's... did notice the seam, but this <laughs> this whole idea of I have a I have a fucked up vagina is is a is is a little bit is Well because yeah. we well, usually tend to say the clitoris is a tiny penis. No nobody. 
Your penis no. is just a big clitoris. Your penis is a gigantic Wait, clitoris so what? with less nerve <laughs> okay, endings. Settle down. Mm-hmm. Settle down. Okay, I had to stretch longer. What? And also, like, you wait, ever wait, heard wait, wait, about wait. like? Oh, you, still, you ever heard the expression? Hermaphrodite. Yeah. Hermaphrodites. Have you ever exper- You ever heard the expression of uh, like that person's balls didn't drop? Yeah. That's what. That's the expression of balls dropping because they're started off as ovaries. Interesting. Hermaphrodites. 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 It's yeah. It happened in utero. So how does that? How do you explain that? There are different types of hermaphrodites, Mm -hmm. and the majority of hermaphrodites don't have uh, both equipment that work. But one of them is like substandard. One of them is just non-functional. Okay, but how did they evolve a penis and a vagina? If it's usually an overly developed uh, clitoris. Or an underdeveloped penis. Okay. And a, a, and a mix of... Yeah, it could vary. Yeah. At this point, they'll go, again, biological sex, not identity. They'll look at your chromosomes. Are you XX, XY, and stuff like that. This sounds like third-wave feminist propaganda to me. XY. I'm just fucking... Y, with. XX. <laughs> I was like, what? No, it's... it's, it's, it's I mean, there, there's been a, a society in the States who's, who's been pushing for, like... Uh, changing the two genders to six genders right because you can have you can have like what we would consider like normal male female right traditional male female and traditional you, yeah right so and then we the have like word. the in between right you have like the hermaphrodite like what we would call hermaphrodite i don't know if that's the right term but you'd have like kind of in betweeners both, both i think it's sex intersex now intersex, intersex. yeah but then you have like a micropenis Right, which is like that somewhere, sound fun. which is somewhere between the. But a micro penis doesn't necessarily fall in the intersex. A micro penis, if it's under two inches, is but you could still very much have your testicles there. Right, so you can have yeah. like I think it was six six genders, in like in different maybe shades of the same mm-hmm. thing, right? Like an overly developed clitoris, an underly underdeveloped penis. Uh, both both sex yeah, organs, the person, both sex organs that are completely functional, uh, you know that kind of stuff. It's just who do you identify with? I remember me meeting a person, and um, biolo- biologically, she, I'm going to use she um, was a woman, but it was interesting because this individual was like, "No, I'm going to remove my breast." keep the vagina and i was like okay and i'm thinking maybe she was gonna say like i'm a transgendered man and what it was like is like no i don't view myself like that i view myself as a person hmm. simple as a like human neutral. being like didn't want to to assign herself to any gender and i'm using herself because i still have trouble using the right. gender neutral terms but, but again without they, technology this is not possible Right, like you go back uh, 150 years, this person would have had to just deal with it, right? They couldn't have gone and chopped off their. Well, what's happened up until this point is that, like you, the vast majority of people either fall into one or the other category, right? Like very clearly, from a, like a physical standpoint, and perhaps later on in life they may identify differently, gender-wise, like uh, psychologically, but like physically, like they fall into one of one of two buckets, right? But then you have like all the kind of uh, I hesitate to call it an anomaly, but like you you fall into like a a, a, lo- a lower percentage of people who are somewhere in between, and what ha- what would happen traditionally is that the doctor would say 
would make a decision. Mm. And they say like mm. you, you know, this baby seems more male than female, or more the female than male, did. and then they they start bringing out the, the, you know, like the surgical equipment, and then they will adjust the this baby. They'll send you according down. Yeah, yeah, according to surgically, according to what they think what they works. decided was, and then later on in life, like it, it, it turns out that their psychology doesn't. Their match match with yeah. like which no, no, what the decision that they made, and like I'm sure the doctor was trying to do the best that they could, and I'm sure the parents were trying to follow the doctor's advice. Everyone is well intentioned, but as they say, like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Oh, it's horrible. They, I think it's, they had burnt off a penis at some point, and they're like, "We'll play it as a girl." Right. The things they didn't. And then later on, that person goes through hell trying to make sense of who they are. Especially during puberty. They're like, what? I mean, we were talking about how difficult it is, even for somebody who falls very plainly into like the female or the male categories to try to make sense of their own shit. Mm -hmm. And then imagine somebody who's been altered at birth in order, and they and they make the wrong call, (laughs) right? And then they have to pay for that the rest of our life or have to go how, through how multiple often does that surgeries. Happen? I mean, statistically, it, like I think it's it's a minority of, of, of times, but still, it's it's enough people that are you know, Like, I've never suffering. heard of doctors sending mm-hmm. someone down. Oh, no, a, that was mainly in the, the 50s, 60s. Okay. Yeah, 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 for Especially sure. in the States, they, they've done horrible things. I think it went horrible up until, things. like, 70s and 80s. Maybe. Even. Probably yeah. Yeah. To people who were being <laughs> born <laughs> ambiguous... Sorry? To people who would be born genetically or biologically ambi- ambi- ambiguous? Well, it's like I'm talking Ana- about, right? Like, anatomiquement parlant. Ana- oui. Anatomically, yeah. That's right, because right. we're talking, we all have kind of the sex, the same sex organs to start off with, right? And then it, it sort of morphs in order to become one or the other. Uh-huh. That it's very possible for something to be sort of somewhere in between where you have, like we were talking about before, like the micropenis or a large uh, clitoris or... Maybe a vaginal canal that's not fully closed, or balls that haven't dropped, or uh, you know, etc. etc. You know, like ovaries that are somewhere. Like it in can between. happen to any other part of the body, right? But it it, it also happens in, in the area too, and right. It's just yeah, it must be very frustrating because you don't know. Yeah, and again, I, just, I don't know your self identity, and it goes against what you have with your body. That's a whole other playing field for for the individual yeah and if you have this because i think a lot of these uh changes that happen uh, typically in utero are based on like levels of estrogen mm-hmm. and testosterone and stuff like that yeah, right that, yeah. so the <clears throat> forming of the genitals i would imagine would also like those same hormones that would uh, maybe create some sort of halfway in between confused sort of not very clearly male or female would also have uh, effects in the in the brain chemistry. In the brain, yeah, that, that, may, know, that, so. that makes sense. Um, oh. What do you think of the Caitlyn Jenner know. situation? Well, it's is that to you like a just a textbook transgender reassignment thing, or? Well, I don't know Caitlyn. Just from what you well. see. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I she came out. I was like, well, it's putting a forefront on it, but. Um, she again was very much privileged as in she didn't have to go through what I think most transgendered people have to go through I do believe she may have suffered from 
judgment and and uh, the, living with the Kardashians. Uh, yeah, living with the Kardashians. <laughs> Being the only but penis. That, that's the biggest. Yeah, challenge. you know, uh, living in a matriarchal. I think, that's the, I think yeah, that's where I, I I feel for her a bit. But um, is Caitlyn Jenner a hero? <laughs> I, for some. Look, I'm not. I'm not here <laughs> I'm to. Just kidding. Just it's kidding. it's no, hard. It's hard to value because I I think she, she may put on the forefront what transgender is, um, what but the reality is. But I think it sticks. It. it takes away what the real life grind for transgenders are. You know, we will we'll, we'll know a lot of of them will probably go to um do choose to do sex work, right. And then get substandard surgery because of some people economically will also they can't choose. Yeah, but luckily in it. Montreal, anyways, and I'm not saying it's easy. I think it's very hard from what I've learned, anyways, to get these surgeries. But we are on top of our game for the the, the sex change, right? And that's if they choose to. What's cool about it is before it was you had to get the sex change to get your, for example, the male to female or female to male change on your, your license, mm. where now you don't. You can do it without <clears> that? <throat> yeah. See, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that part. I can understand someone saying that they feel and and identifying, but then I, I just worry about those bathrooms. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm joking, <laughs> oh I'm God. kidding, I'm kidding, I'm joking. Jesus. I'm joking. But there is that question that, that raises in my head. And if, like, if you're allowed to, if you are able to, if society society says you can decide that you're um, uh, a dragon, you know, because you feel like a dragon. I'm just I'm taking a ridiculous example here. You're not because you have your dragon lady that just came into the news this there week. There you go. I'm a dragon. <laughs> if you're a dragon, like. To me, at some point, it, it starts to reach uh, a whole level of ridiculousness that that it exposes the ridiculousness as much of the of the restraints that we've put on our society based on gender and sexuality, but also where do we differentiate between somebody actually going through these things and mental illness and just attention seeking and all these other things, which are realities. I think for but you, you could do using very I, I you know you, you've compared using the word ridiculousness to somebody's identity is very I, I think uncool. Why I is that? Why is it uncool? Who are you to, to? Who are you? That's the whole point of like insensitive. Like, it's, it's, it is a bit insensitive, and it is it is and 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 I don't mean to attack at all, but no it's, no no, no. It's, we're this cool. Point, it's it's we're cool. We're chill, but I I think that it's understanding that I I cannot be you i don't know who you are and who do you identify with so if if you identify as as female and that's what's gonna make you happy and you know what by all means be who you are me at the end of the day if you're a respectful human being that's what i care for and i don't see it as ridiculousness maybe some people might um act a certain way that might feel ridiculous but you have no. the dragon lady who just yeah. tattooed herself, put her horns, and see. For me, that's a harder concept to understand. But but I can identify her. I have no problem with dragon lady whatsoever. So then, see, I and I have but no problem with if we have a male and female bathroom, right, or locker room in a gym. Let's yeah. say locker room bathrooms. I don't give a shit about. Mm. Uh, but locker room, we so we still have ma- male and female locker rooms in the gym, and. A woman just walks in, 
and gets naked and she there's no physical expression in, in any way of her Are you talking about unisex being a male. locker rooms or you're no, talking about I'm talking about binary? a man walking into a, f- a women's locker room. Okay. Fully male in every conceivable physical way and anatomically male. Mm-hmm. But on his card he is a she. So and now it's a she. Yes. Now bro who's actually a lady inside that but you can't see that you'd be okay to with that person coming to change and to hang out in your in your bathroom you'd be cool with that well i i in your I locker room highly I mean? doubt i i believe that if if a transgendered woman decides to become a woman i believe she will take certain characteristic of the female aspect of things as in longer hair nails Maybe she chooses not to have an operation, but so I a naked guy. I won't lie, as a personal, it might take me aback a bit. Yeah, I'm not talking about get the Gestapo and get the pitchforks and chase that person up the hill and hang them. No, like that's not my but reaction. The, the image you're giving me is more of a like the muscle man coming in in the bathroom and oh, it says female here. I ha- I'm entitled. Not to come. A muscle and that man. that would be like oh, okay. But there's an example of this. There's a dude. Uh, I don't. I forget mm-hmm. his name. He's a he's he's a man. He identifies mm-hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. And he has a beard and looks in every other way like a dude. Mm-hmm. There's nothing effeminate about him. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Outwardly, it's all interior. And okay, now, 12 the, inch dick. And the law. La- <laughs> just kidding. How, how, how does she walk? An Irish wrench. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm a tripod. Uh, but is in every way anatomically male. And But internally, we've now said it's okay. You can be a woman inside and be a it man outside. It says woman on his passport. So. Now, according but to that, you have then said that it's okay for this person to come I into the same locker room as you. I understand what you're saying. I think I'm actually asking you what. No, how, no, no. What you would I feel. understand, and and I would say if physically I would be thrown aback, and I'll be like, "But what are you doing here?" You know. But again, I can't think that the person's gonna come and like and you have touch to take all the, the women. No, and no, no, like, no, Mah. no, no. That's not you implied know? at all. That's not so, implied okay, in the least bit. Just, just, but just then, to make sure. I won't lie. But I think would you have that the right to ask start... to see proof? You just have to take the person's word for it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally a chick. Oh. Chewing his gum there. Yeah. I know, but I My think you're, you're going into in, yeah. in caricature. I don't, I, I don't know who Je you're referring Jennifer. to. Je Jennifer. Mais I think there should be allowed to 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 have. Okay, maybe there's one for girls, one for boys, and then there's this. See, that's the thing. Unisex bathroom. That's maybe, the but real bathroom discussion. Somewhere in between. You know, but, 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 wait, but you're talking about showers here. Yeah. If you're talking to me about a stall, I really don't get it. Nobody yeah, does. Yeah, sure. like, Nobody does. Nobody does. Like, in fact, the places that have fixed, quote unquote, the bathroom uh, conundrum, that's how they've done it. They've just done, they've made neutral stalls that anyone yeah. can use, right? Yeah. So there's none of that shit anymore. But gym locker room that's the sam- that's the example here and we're not talking about a sexual predator we're not talking about anybody with inappropriate behavior we're simply talking about uh, a dude with a dong s- s- hairy chest hairy chest drying his hair next to you in the ladies locker room at the gym and y- you may not even have the opportunity to have the discussion because that would be in a way considered inappropriate and, and oppressive but, to have that person constantly establish that they're a woman inside. Like at this no, point, no, I understand, we've reached, but I, I, what are what and, doors and are we have opening? To understand that, like, 
it's only normal that it, it will take a lot of people aback. Like even for sexual abuse, some transgendered women don't even have the right to go to to women organizations. Right. It doesn't. And why they've been sexually abused too? Why can't they not receive that help? Right. Well, because well, we tend to women, but that's a woman. But you know, and, but and there's again, that you game. Have cues. You have that game of whether you have visual cues. I don't know, but I'm saying now it's bringing to an aspect of it's it's hard. I'm yeah. If I see a physically men walking into a woman's bathroom, I'll probably be like, mm-hmm, "What are you doing?" Why you can't know? you just go into the bathroom that suits you more physically? You know, where you're not going to raise eyebrows. But, I don't is, maybe is that maybe, or is that a horrible thing? You can just I, go I into the into the changing room where people but, but, look but, like but you. But it's, locker room. That's what I'm talking this, about. Yeah, locker room. Understand. Is this an example or did this happen? This of I'm, course happened. It's happening right now. Because I mean, it's a it's really a very, conflicting situation. That, that's as why in I a point it. of people are not fully educated about this type of stuff. So it's normal that you're gonna. It's the unknown. I'm scared but of the unknown. You I don't are understand. educated on this, right? Like I am, but it is you're asking me. I'm also somebody who doesn't take showers publicly. I'm I'm like I actually have troubles taking showers if I were to sleep out. Like sure, I'm, but I'm right? not even talking showers. You have your towel on. You're pro, uh, you're proper, quote unquote. I don't. I don't. It's there's a dude next to you in the. I guess locker I'm not room. that educated yet. You feel mm-hmm. that the reason that you're resisting to that is because you lack education, not Probably. the fact that there's something maybe fucked about that. I think there's a difference between people's. Ed- like people's identity and maybe their their what it says on their passport and stuff because nobody's gonna go through it just for the fun of it i hope not anyways oh oh and this in this today's age attention seeking fucking like epidemic where I, I don't. I don't think it's that easy to change your gender on on passports and on IDs. But on your passport, like the purpose it's of your you passport morning, is though. to identify you, right? What you look like, your height, your eye color, all that kind of stuff, right? If I were to go and say, like, on my like, I have blue eyes, and I would say I identify as somebody who has brown eyes. But I'm not going to change my eye color. I just believe that I have brown eyes. And I demand that on my passport, it say brown eyes. It just makes it less viable as a system of identifying me and the passport, right? If I look like a dude and I say that I want, I demand, I can, I can identify as a female, right? Mm. In my heart, I'm a female and all my friends call me she and everything, but for me to to demand on my passport that it, it say female, it's kind of weird. And to it's demand just, that everybody that ever sees me in every context, in every country, in every place that I go... Just denies the fact that my eyes are blue. Yeah. And I demand that you acknowledge that my eyes are brown. That this right. is where I develop the issue. This is where I develop... It's, it's, I mean, it's not a far stretch, and I'm sure that I'm already late on this, that somebody decides that they identify as fucking furniture. Like they decide that they are a cha- they are a chair. I'm not a human being. I'm a chair, and therefore, uh, people should sit on me. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I don't think that's fair comparing stuff. Like I think why it's, why is it not? I, a, I don't a, think it's fair. Why it's not I, fair? If the person identifies as a chair, then by all means identify as a chair. But I, I think you, you, it it goes maybe against something that 
you don't understand and I don't fully understand and I I probably have my own things to break down but yeah. you can't just continuously minimize what the reality is is that it is an individual that that probably suffers a lot and they cannot be respected and accepted and that's probably one situation and yes you've confronted me personally on it and yes I'm going to go home and think about it and be like yeah that's a pretty good one yeah. and I'll probably call the LGBTQ center next to my house and be like please educate me more because clearly I do not have the reality of it but at the same time so you time, believe that there isn't you're just missing that information but it's out there I, I strongly believe that because it's out I there. don't oh my god eyes. yeah what color my eyes the, the light is not aiming. But, they but, light. Uh, they're light. They're what? Green? No, they're, they're brown. I'm, oh, suge- they're brown, they're brown. I'm <laughs> suggesting no, that there are some <laughs> things that there All is right. no answer for, and the reason that I feel comfortable <laughs> um, exploring these these difficult questions is because even if I was confronted with that situation, I believe that I I am just not justified. I feel okay questioning these things and even in admitting that I'm uncomfortable or that it's problematic to me because if it happened, my reaction would not be hostility and oppression and and chastisement of that person. But I feel that there's this half step that we're not able to to talk about socially, which is just the, can we explore this? Can we examine this? Can we talk about it? Can we accept that there might be no clear answer here? Right there's no education. There's no gay person but or community a ground. that can tell us how to behave in that situation. Let's just admit that this shit is moving really fast, and human beings take time to adapt. To it stuff. goes back to that Bill Burr thing with Caitlyn Jenner as well. Like, like we never had a chance to say goodbye to what was his name before <laughs> to to Bruce Jenner. Bruce. Yeah, we never had a chance to say goodbye to Bruce. He just like showed up as Caitlin and we were just supposed to accept it. And like, but yeah, I really, but I really he, liked yeah. Bruce. But again, you know? it's, it's so like, like he's all, died. It's just like all of a sudden. I get what you're saying. That's but at the comedic. same time, who the fuck are you to say, I didn't get a chance to say bye. I didn't get like, I, I it's, it's just it's like, just, I understand. It's funny. In a, I don't know. It's just a new reality. It's just, not a just, new reality. It's always been there. It's just been hidden under the carpet. Right. But um, what I'm saying is, like, I, I guess, and that was what was kind of funny about the bit, was just mm-hmm. like, this is like kind of... Um, Things are thr- moving too fast. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's moved very fast. And all of a sudden, everyone's just expected to be cool with it. Yeah, but and, you've seen something that happened for you have, overnight. But if you really understand the context of, longer, of what right? it is, no, but just mm-hmm. trying to get that, that gender reassignment is ridiculous because you have all these psychological the psychologue, doctors trying to decide if yes or no, because, you know, sh- should should the healthcare pay for it or not? I and totally get it. Some doctors object to it as well like, based on... Who, uh, I mean, I've been talking... Are we to I, decide because I feel uncomfortable? I feel uncomfortable. I mean, I've been talking to people for like 10 years about how there's more than two genders. And, you know, there's all these people who are talking about like all these, you know, in in between identities and stuff Mm -hmm. like this. You know, like this is not it's not like it's a shock for me, but it's 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 something that's kind of come into the mainstream. Yes, it's starting more, more recently. And it was very it was a very sudden thing. Yeah, you can't well, you can't deny it was, it was a very the, sudden this thing. Per- no, I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know if it was sudden, but I, like anyways, as an individual was, who barely watched because my sister would, so I get and I was like, why is his hair longer? Oh, he has nice earrings. Like and <laughs> and you start wondering. I won't lie, but like at the same time, 
okay, like, uh, look, like, this is who they are, so let's respect that. And, 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 Caitlin but there is a limit. In, but what's the limit? The limit is please don't kill anybody. No, of course, of course. And I'm not even, wait, no, we can't kill anyone. Huh? Not a single person. Down, Scottish yeah. Hammer. Down. Okay. Uh. Anyways, let's switch topics. Why? I'm bored of this stuff. This is great stuff. Uh-huh. No, I don't like this anymore. You don't like this anymore? No. I Why? Think we're going down a down. We're going into a dark. You think we're going into a dark I think place? It's going dark. Side Do you know why I think that yeah. happens? Do you why? know what I think happens? Why? Bladder size, but also. <laughs> okay. But so also. For a break soon, uh, I'll tell you another reason because this is another thing that's that's completely fucked about our society now. Is that we have become obsessed with conversations leading to concrete results, answers, and political statements and and uh, um, press conference uh, declarations and tweets. Mm-hmm. Everything has to end land on something. We just are are not able to enjoy a fucking conversation that at the end of which we'll be like, okay, you've challenged some of my ideas. I've challenged some of yours. I'm upset a little bit, but I'm also happy to have had this talk. And we have not walked away with any, like, fucking bumper stickers today. But we enjoyed the journey and the process. Let's go home. <laughs> no one, like, this, the art of conversation is dead. This is why this fucking uh, uh, podcast exists. <laughs> right? Because people just don't fucking talk anymore. And this was so pleasant to me. And it, there was nothing negative about this. Even if something I may have said um, I rubbed you the wrong way um, or you something you said rubbed me the wrong way, like, why does that need to be such a fucking big deal? We just talk. I, I, We're I talking. Find it highly educational. We're talking, you know. Yeah. And and I and and I appreciate your. Point but of I view. think it would be, and I know I've mentioned it you off cast, but I think it would be very very good to outreach to a transgender person and understand the reality because the mainstream example right now is is um like everything Caitlyn. else. Caitlyn it's Jenner. Twisted. Yeah, yeah. Everything's twisted. But then. We don't know, like the the sex work, the the discrimination, the, and it's, it's. I just, I'm just saying, it's a human being, and they're allowed to to feel love and to to course, to be yeah. accepted and of be course, a part of society. Of so y- yes, you, yes, it's, but it they're is not an owed any more love than than a, a straight, uh, a, a traditional person. Excuse me. They're not owed any more love than 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 a, any other type of person, right? I feel like that's where we make the mistake, is that we this is where we tend to 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 push people with with uh, new realities into victimhood. But see, and see that where it's interesting, it's almost saying the other parallel. If we switch to race, racial stuff, it'd be like, well, Black Lives Matter, and then you have this person, well, all lives matter. Right? right, but well, that, it's that the situation. Dumb. But no, but it's it's almost exactly what you're saying because you're like, well, they're old more alive because straight people. But it, it's it's not that it's recognizing the difficulties and the realities that they have to face because maybe a straight person doesn't have the fear to walk into a clinic and have a doctor be like, I don't know what to do Fair with enough. you. Yeah, get them equality. Yeah, exa- that's exactly. That's exactly. We're talking we're about s- the same thing. We're striving towards equality. I want yeah, right. to be able equity, to treat too. a transgender person. As shitty as a straight person with, with like, oh, I want that right, right? I want to be able to ignore, uh, like, yeah, that's if you're the, an asshole, you're an asshole. I don't care what you are, exactly. Or yeah. actually, actually, ignoring, I feel, is the most accepting attitude. Ignoring, in the sense of like, the best response I heard to Caitlyn Jenner is who gives a shit, in, the, in terms of that she switched over or he switched that's over a, to a woman, like, who cares? 
that's to me an actual attitude of acceptance of like, eh, good for you, buddy, or lady, or whatever. I don't care. I have, I have, I have to go to work. You know, that's real acceptance, right? I feel like there is a place where being. Uh, um, but we're not there yet. We're of course As not there. As a society, no, we're not. not there yet. No. And that's why I think it is important to have the conversation. And it is important to put it in the forefront as much as the other problematics as it is. But it's just understanding the reality that some people live through. 100% agree. And, and it's just understanding it. And like I said, yes, it's, it is a very interesting point that you brought me again as a cisgendered woman. Mm-hmm. What would happen if I have an individual that maybe physically looks like a male considered, but, and we're talking full-fledged, like you said, beard, penis, walks in. Yeah, maybe a little bit threatened as a woman because of just the whole history of right. women being killed by men and raped by men. Right? But again... Ooh. You know, I, I don't know if it's in caricature if it's like I, for me it is I'm gonna go home and, and think about myself but I, I I need to have that conversation and I need to understand more <laughs> but it's well, true but you have to go more education on, we do on that because stuff, and, but that's right? the and problem that's what we're trying to get down to I, I just uh, before I lose this point because my my short term memory is horrible I just wanted to make this last point I t- mm. I, yes absolutely love understanding uh, equal rights um, uh, all that stuff, I'm hugely into it, I, and, and I 100% support that. But I also think that there's a mistake that we're making in browbeating and, and socially um, crucifying people who aren't immediately on one side or the other of the argument and who are just were like, can I get a fucking minute? Or can we talk about this? Education. Or can I admit that this bothers me? Like, instead of kicking those people in the face and immediately shitting on them and calling them names and... Uh, uh, shit lords but or whatever there's, there's a difference be- we need to be care- caring towards those people too and say listen your opinion even though you're white male straight uh, and you have nothing there's nothing cool in 21st century about you right now in the social media sense like your concerns should also you, you should also be able to come to the table and talk and tell me and admit to me that it makes you feel uncomfortable and you think Caitlyn Jenner freaks you out I want to be able to be welcome those people because the alternative is driving them underground but the issue is that if I have a person telling me, look, I'm a bit scared because I don't understand is different versus, you know, what the fuck is this freak show um, should burn to hell. This is freak of nature. Yeah, but like, that comes this is degrading, right? Again, but it's still degrading. And when you try to have a conversation about it, it's the, some people just don't want to open up sure. doors. It's, yeah. it's, and it's ignorance in both senses, but it's ignorance in one sense of somebody being open to new information and being ignorant. And somebody who's closed and ignorant. Well, and both of those people need to be addressed if you want to make real changes. Yeah, society, but right? who, who's going to want the real change? The person who's closed or the one person's open? If well, you're you open, start with you're more open, apt, of you, course. You start with the open ones, yeah. but like the, the closed ones, you're going to need to deal with them at some point, too. They might come around eventually, but you you know that that change needs to happen across but the exactly, board. But exactly, it's going to happen. But so that nobody gives I'm a shit I'm just saying we have to, to be careful also of, of comparing... And and minimizing and saying words like ridiculousness or that's so gay or like what is this freak and it's, it's adapting our language like but those those are the people pussy, who need like to just, be educated but that's everybody everybody not even edu- you just said it earlier in the show you were saying well if you cry you're a pussy just that is degrading language that we use every day if you say it in that manner sure but well if unless you say i like to eat pussy i, 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 I don't see i i don't want to give away too much 
uh, in, the, in the first episode, <laughs> the second season. <laughs> These are some spoilers. These are late season spoilers. But what I was going to say is just like you, you probably have friends, girls, boys, whatever, who will because now we're getting on to another topic and this is why we'll have to have you back is there's this whole idea the language component of it is a a parallel but entirely different linguistics language that's a whole other bag the reason why someone can call you hey bitch what's up and your immediate reaction is not to kick them in the face or to tell them to not talk to you that way is because language and context and the way things are said is a whole other thing Right, it's a whole other bag. It's the reason why, um, uh, uh, you know, African Americans um, are okay with with using the N word, right? Not you, all. Um, not all, but there's a debate, right? Because mm-hmm. some people think no, it's contextual. Other people say it's empowerment. Other people. So we're gonna get into the linguistics of it. But the point is, when someone says "Don't be a pussy," they're using that language. But that doesn't now mean necessarily that that's a straight up like don't be a woman right that oh doesn't God. mean that anymore of course it does every time well that's what it is don't what, what it means to be a pussy it means to be weak don't be a pussy don't be weak so pussy comes from where it comes from a woman's vagina so don't be right a pussy. that's so you, that's, that means you're weak that's the woman. origin of the word let's say i think so but i'm saying the person using it are they automatically thinking of it that way no, but it is still a subliminal message that you're sending. When you're saying, oh, man, that's so gay, you're still minimizing a whole group of individuals of saying, like, well, if you're gay, you're weak, you're feminine. Again, like, okay, I don't want to make it a woman's issue, but it's sure. just minimizing a group of individual because if you're gay, ah, you're weak. You know, this is weak. Man, like, even boys are like, oh, you have new, like, you have nice shoes. No homo, though. My God, it's a fucking compliment what's homosexual about a compliment it has it's, it's not bad it's a compliment between mm. two people but Next it's that fear the fire of in the hole <laughs> the fire the hole is definitely on fire today yes this has i'm been good a, to go for another hour this is fantastic Extra fiery this is really fantastic to no, it's me. and is, i was this scared is, this is really cool you guys I, are lighting the fire up yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Are, is any of what is any of this upsetting you or are you are you enjoying this conversation i need to no, I'm, I'm a very passionate person that even some of my colleagues would be like, okay, <laughs> like calm down. <laughs> Very down. passionate, uh, upsetting. No, you would have seen me. It was. It's just more the language that was like, oh, oh, you know, it's hearing it. And and I do that mistake too. I'm I'm not above anything else, you know. But I I try to avoid like when I talk about stereotypes and when I talk, I I of course use the Arab of what are Arabs? Oh, you know, they're. They're all terrorists. We're going to bomb you and this and that. And I'm like, okay. And and I tell them, I'm like, okay. And I use because we do live in a multicultural society. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I, I use these racial examples to come to the to the gender and sex stereotypes that we use and judge. And I try to explain and say how damaging it can be because you don't know if your bro next to you is gay. You don't know. And you keep minimizing and ridiculizing this. So again, it goes back to, well, I'm I'm not worth it. I'm not sleeping with enough girls. I I should be this. And there's this whole internal Fact. battle happening, right? <laughs> but it's true. There's this whole internal battle happening yeah. again. And we go back to the statistic that who is more at risk of completing a suicide is a teenage gay boy. Right. And the language is, is constantly ev- evolving as well, right? So like... In the same way as like you might have your grandpa 
talking about like those Peter pe- Puffers. Yeah, <laughs> careful of those coloreds next door. You know, yeah. they're shifty or something. Those, you'd be like, oh, Grandpa, you can't you you can't say colored. Those dagos. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're supposed to call them black, or you're supposed to call them African American, or now it's like person of color. You know, like the the words that we use evolve over time. You mm-hmm. know, and we need to kind of we need to make an effort to be sensitive to whatever words are appropriate in our, our current time and sort of evolve that and you know what may have been passable 20 years ago is not passable now necessarily yeah and it's not so much right? about Last being politically week. correct as just understanding the, the where these words come from of course of like course. the word pit or and a slut excuse me the word slut meant a woman who couldn't clean the room a woman who can what? Couldn't clean her house or her room. That was a slut? That was a slut. Hmm. And I then you go down to a dirty woman to now it's a prostitute. And it, it just, you know, and it's understanding their history behind it. And I strongly believe that, okay, once I understand my history a bit more, I'll, I don't want to use this. Like, I don't. Yeah. And I think it's very important to understand where these words come from. I think, it's not I a question of being politically correct. It's like, hey, I'm so crude in my workshops, yeah, but there's, I, there's respect in there. There's an element of, of... Because they know who you are. No, they don't. <clears throat> no? I take a risk every time I enter school and do my workshops. I do warn them, especially because I have to deal with boys. I cannot be cute and prissy. These boys are there and they're like, yo, penis, yo, porn, yo, have you seen Mia Khalifa? She fucked. And you're like, yeah, I know who Mia Khalifa is. And they're like, what? She knows, you know, and I'm like 20 I don't plus know who years. That is. <laughs> She's a porn oh. star and she caused controversy because she had um, sex scenes with the hijab on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyways I learned from them but it's to have that language to be able to approach and talk like them again there's a certain limit and frontier I can do that but it's you can I don't know I believe it's problematic for me what what is this because in the I feel like we're reaching again we're not able to stop halfway in the pursuit of respecting and welcoming and uh, destigmatizing censorship based around um let's say sexual orientation diversity and things like that in in an effort to be sensitive to other people's plight we are going all the way to the other end and starting to censor conversation right like you can't use this language if you really wanted to use this language and i'm not talking about extreme examples of someone like you fucking fag and blah, blah, blah. someone who's using these words in a hurtful assaultful way that's they're just they're they're trying to lob stones right like that person doesn't even come to the conversation in my mind like they're not to be really acknowledged as a person willing to have a conversation they're there for their own ends and their own Mm -hmm. motivations i'm assuming that we're talking about various degrees of passionate to to colder type people but they're all motivated and interested in having a dialogue within that sphere I feel like we're going too far. I feel I see it going too far in the other direction. And what's happening now is it started with, hey, transgender people are people too. Gays are, are people too. Uh, blacks and should enjoy the same. All these things that make complete fucking sense, okay. which is let's all be equal and share the same opportunities, men and women, et cetera, et cetera. But now we're, st- <coughs> excuse me, we're at the stage where 
we are policing language and we are um, there's this whole like shock triggered microaggression uh, like 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 fever in the air where the people who set out to initially defend uh, take up the cause of these these marginalized people have become the aggressors in many situations and where we cannot say what we we say anymore because immediately there's like a stigma or there's a, a penalty for that like i feel like when we restrain speech if i want to say fag in a conversation then i need to say it and i need to be able to understand that that's not appropriate right if i just constantly have to go online to update myself on the list of words that are no longer appropriate this week because of this change and that changed that to me sounds like censorship that sounds to me like thought police that sounds to me like you're telling me how i should behave in order to qualify for a modern thinking open-minded uh quote-unquote politically correct individual like you see do you see how the dangers like how it's dangerous on the other extreme no because you're degradating another human being i, I, I don't see where censorship goes against that you don't so so i understand if if somebody's like please tell me why i can use and opens up again i think we'll go back to the, to the fact of having somebody who's open to trying to understand and yeah like i i grew up with people calling me a send end of the whole time a what I, I hate saying the word ascend with the n-word but like ascend send, send, send people send actually word like like from three kings <clears throat> oh yeah i think they said it in the movie yeah, too. yeah yeah no i don't i'm not afraid to say that word right so sand nigger uh dune coon camel jockey towel ahead what's the other one carpet seller carpet seller i haven't heard that one okay yeah. see that's what i'm saying is like like being afraid of words is crazy right it's one thing to to start having a conversation with someone in a restaurant and be like, oh, nigger, 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 right? And and then when someone comes over, like, excuse me, that's really fucking offensive. Be like, oh, well, I wasn't using it in that way. Like, that's that's a cop-out. Like, that's that that's just so then, so that's then about respect. If you can't apply it everywhere, there's already a problem. No, but I'm saying, like, that's an issue of, 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 a, of a contextual uh, incident incident, right? Like, it's, it's something that happened in that space then. But the fact is that we start policing words, to me, it sounds crazy. Like, I'd rather have the, the, the opportunity to learn from that experience as a young man, s drop a word like bitch or drop a word like homo or drop a word like whatever I came up with and then have a gay person go, excuse me, I really don't like that term. I feel like it's offensive. And have that person speak up and be like, oh, shit. Well, I certainly didn't mean that. I, I did, I'm not going to use that word then. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. As opposed to waking up in the morning, having my Cheerios and scrolling through the, the updated spreadsheet of words I can no longer use today because it's going to microaggress yeah, but again, someone's if, fucking gerbil. If you use that's so gay, it's maybe that person is not ready to out themselves to you because they think you're already degradating their sexual orientation. Right. Right? So if it's like and i'm I'm not thinking that i'm I'm the one who's gonna save it, but at this point it's like i I can't it's their choice to not talk about it or talk about it or face it, but I'm gonna say it I'm like, yo, well, can you stop saying this word like understand why and I explain it why I just don't go don't say that that's bad, you have to understand, and I go into an explanation and examples for them to understand, but again, you're talking because you're open right but if you're telling me 
I like saying these words, but I'm not going to say it in the restaurant. But I don't uh, actually drop like, these words at all. But, but okay, sorry then. For, but for I like the idea of, but, of of being able to say things that you want to say, yelling them out without context to public. Yeah, they're but even like, if there is context, if you where feel does that it end though? You know, like if you take this to a it, if you take it to its natural conclusion, then like all words are just going to end up being off the table for one reason or another and then we're just going to end up grunting at each other we're back to Duh. burning books again <laughs> That's uh. this is hitler who agreed with this by the way this was one of hitler's philosophies this idea of of thought history and word policing yeah and i feel like burning books and the whole bit yeah, yeah. that that's it's very much full circle if taken too far the spirit right. is not what i'm challenging the spirit and the will and the 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 uh passion behind it is not what i'm, I'm just intent, saying yeah the intent is definitely not what i'm questioning it's the it's the the execution part that i'm like i so don't know that this is the, always the, healthy the road to hell is paved, yeah. with, paved with good intentions yeah, do, uh, yeah. Uh, a famous case we've which brought up before a law professor somewhere in the united states who was censored uh, by students because they didn't want to hear him say rape anymore when he wanted to get to the rape uh, legislation like the laws governing uh, he was, criminal criminality as a result of it rape. Was a, it, it was a rape it was a rape, rape it was it was a rape law class right and he couldn't use the word rape couldn't use the word violate violation anything of that nature <laughs> because it would trigger people yeah the students you know in that, unmasked wait, protested that's an example of how like look i i have a hard time going to a stand-up comic and there's rape jokes constantly for 20 minutes i'm like okay get over yourself like no it's done like sure, i like, yeah, yeah, I, like sure. I'll, I'll just might not laugh at the first five minutes but i think you have new material that you could enjoy and use right sure but that when could i be... watch certain things I could be aware sometimes the scenes can, but I'm telling myself, but uh, you're going into words. a rape class legislation. You're studying <laughs> law. But you're, no, you're, no, you're studying, studying for law. the bar. But to was be a there law was there a word that they wanted to change it into? Probably. No. They just no, made it there impossible. There must have been a word they wanted to no. change into. No. They just stopped the professor from doing their job. <sighs> But because for me it's a little bit ridiculous. It's like you're entering if the class name is rape, well, like and I, it's it. a law, that's and I would understand. That's what, exactly what we're talking about. Is the, the logical? But what's logical extension. about going that's so well, gay? Because they're no, making it's the, exact the logical same. extension of what you're talking about, right? Of like outlying words. If it, if it goes to this extent, then we no longer have language. Yeah, but rape. Rape explains an act that of power over another individual. Right, but you're you're so teaching rape law, and you can't use the word rape, which is ridiculous. But and you can't use the word violate. I understand, but I'm still trying to to maybe I'm, I skipped a beat here. But when somebody says that's okay, I'm still je denigre un autre individu. Right. So I I don't but understand. But they're making where the same comparing... argument. They're making the same argument. The, the the students are are suggesting that these words, and not just this one. There are plenty examples of this this scenario, that those words, hearing those words, are are offensive and and create um, a psych a psych psycho aggression because you don't know who's ha who has experienced or dealt with rape in that room, and by throwing out that word you are in a way denigrating and minimizing their experience. That's the exact 
argument that those collectives of students are making in these in, in these scenarios, right? And this has led to safe spaces. This has led. Do you understand, Karina? Uh, I'm not. No, I understand. I'm not what attacking you're your no, no, point no, no, of view. No, I, 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 I really want to read this article to understand because I feel like there's no way. There's a lot of literature on this. I can say some stuff. The battleground right now is. Because um, I find that quite interesting because we're talking about, like I, I don't understand how you're. Like if you, you want to switch it to to, to forceful sexual aggression, for but it's you need it, the law to protect the, but it's the, gone way the sexual further than abuse that. victims. So it, it's gone but is way it switched to sexual abuse? Like I, it doesn't compute no, with me that it, you didn't it's, find. It's, it's really a question of just like and, I understand and, it and could the, be a trigger. Is, are the students allowed to leave the class? Well, they my leave. students are my well, I, not my students, but the kids I or the the people I go and do workshops, whether they're adults or teens, mm. they can walk out because I don't know what triggers them, and it's not my job unless they want to come and talk to me. The thing, the thing is on on campus. What's happened is that the 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 focus is like the power has really gone into the students' hands, and okay. the focus has been more on creating like a safe space. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like a challenging sort of learning environment where some of their views might be challenged, challenged, yeah. you know, and that, I think that's really like the one of the the, the basis of of true education is is to mm-hmm. have some of your preconceptions challenged, yeah. examine some of your point of views, uh, you know, look at things critically. That that is no longer the situation on campus, and it's just become. Which sort university? Of oh, anyway, send me all the literature. Them, I'm really. I'm pretty much, pretty much all. Of them. I mean, I can send you a ton of stuff. This is really interesting. Yeah, it's 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 really. Yeah, be- to say nothing of all the. Um, there's um, even uh, just uh, anyone that goes to speak at universities now um, that has any kind of point of view that's in controversial in North America. In North Montreal, America, yeah, immediately comes under assault. Um, the students barge in. Um, they make a huge scene and then they retreat to their safe space. Anyway, I, I, we're we're kind of getting off topic here, but all I'm trying to say is that there are, there is such a thing as extreme uh, extremist politeness and extremist caring and extreme the other side of of cruelty, indifference, and and oppression is uh, thought policing. Is kind of what I'm I'm trying. trying yeah, to say. I think that the majority of people, even if they may use like maybe the the wrong the wrong term I, I don't think it's necessarily out of any kind of malice you know and to your point before like i think a lot of education is is very important particularly for those people who are willing to willing to learn yeah. and whose intent is not to offend right in the mm-hmm. same way that your grandfather calling people no, colored course. people and be like oh grandpa what are you doing you know like you know, no, like I understand. It, it, the, the intent, intent is, is not, not there, but right. you need to have that openness of learning and understanding and having that sense, you know, which is still very hard because you're coming in and you're breaking down barriers and values and cultural aspects of like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. You know? Well, in fact, if you really think about it, Ken, and that's what I, I, I think I, I really admire about what you do is that's precisely what you're doing. You're opening a dialogue where where people are afraid to talk and and um, retreat into these misconceptions or retreat into cultural uh, stigma stigmas and things like that, you're precisely doing, from what I understand, trying trying to create an environment where you can say whatever it is that you have on your mind, even if it's fucked up, yeah, and it's left field, but it's okay. You can talk about it. 
and you can use whatever language you want. I'll tell yes. you, right? Very important. But to just me. talk to me and tell me. And so, in a sense, we're completely in agreement, right? Probably. What I'm suggesting is, and we don't have to be. Again, that's another compulsion. We don't have to agree on everything, but that's what I think is the danger uh, and the constant cycle of the humans uh, of the human way of doing things. Civilization is we constantly like swinging to the left, swinging to the right, not realizing that somewhere in the center is the conversation that that i think makes us move forward i don't know maybe i'm wrong what do you think scottish hammer <laughs> i think your girlfriend's gonna be so proud of us talking about your jewels yeah you think so <laughs> i hope so anyways <laughs> yeah Clearly, there's more to this right there's yeah more to this conversation we're definitely gonna have to have you back on the show huh yeah sure sure we could if you're start, willing uh i guess i'll be willing Maybe we could send some of your listeners. They could send you guys questions. Yeah, we absolutely. Do... That'd be cool. We'd love to do that. And uh, before we wrap this up, uh, is there any? Are do you do any kind of public work? I guess what I'm saying is like, do you have a presence <laughs> online, or do is there any stuff that you write or work? No, that you produce? as I should, but I do uh, types of, um, I guess, the cinq cassettes or presentations at home. Uh, catered to the people's needs so if you're a group of girls who want to have wine and cheese and talk about the clitoris i'll do a workshop concerning that mm-hmm. if you're a Sex bunch workshops. of guys yeah if you're a bunch of guys who want to talk uh, over ribs and beers on how hey hey to hey 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 what if we want to have uh <laughs> wine um, and cheese you're allowed to wine and cheese and and martinis yeah, and cucumbers between my toes. It's fine. I'll be having whiskey though. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's uh, okay. I do so you that do these the sex workshops um, now. Richard has told me about uh, the fact that they're they're apparently very popular, and that everybody that does that has gone to them it seems to have had an amazing time. You do like bridal showers or not, I, but not I've bridal. done bachelorettes. I've also done volunteer work uh, for scouts actually, and for um, uh, actually wedding preparation classes for a church i wish you could do my scout group (laughs) i would have learned so much as a scout yeah but it's 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 respecting the fact that they were willing to 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 break that barrier right that's cool and how do we reach out to you if we want to if somebody would want to book something like this where would we how would we get in touch with you? that is a very good question i will uh i guess we can start by email okay um do you you have the email us or you would like the email you Oh, can they email you and then sure. I'll figure my Absolutely. system out? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so we'll start with that. All right. So reach I, out to I'm us not at that fire, on the whole pod, fire on the whole podcast at gmail.com and we'll hook you up with yeah. that. We're on Facebook. Yeah. We're yeah. on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. If you want to uh, have a sex party, I don't know how to put that. Yeah, no, let's, no, have, no, a se- no. let's have a sex party. No, if you want to have an educational Sexual fun time while watching Karen do shots. Uh, and punch people no and if learn you about want... penises and vaginas <laughs> we've had too much beer to do this seriously <laughs> but seriously if you guys want to do this uh, if a few ladies want a, uh, a fun evening with uh, education and uh, some laughs uh, you can write to fire in a whole podcast at gmail and we'll relay the message until Karin gets her and send um, your questions in there too yeah together for, we'll for, the, for, the for the next podcast hopefully we're if definitely you send enough you questions we'll, we're going to make sure that we get Karin in here Real soon. Yeah. I'll take them all. And For a we'll sex party. Uh, not a sex party. Uh, down thing. Scottish Hammer. Sorry. Down. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. This, oh, thank you for having this me. This has been really great. Uh, I hope 
I hope we can still talk after this podcast. We will. We will. <laughs> no worries. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for Merci. coming. Merci. Final. Bye. Fire in the hole. hole. Ah, fire in the hole. Shot.